across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Thank you, George. It's always a delight to do a show after George Galloway, because unlike um, Johnny and Ash, he has the studio nice and cool, man. And he gets you guys are warmed up as well. Good evening, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. 0844 1000 Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
challenge any of you um, lazy buggers to a Pradi, but don't phone up after the George Galloway show has finished, asking to talk to George Galloway, and then when Catherine says you can't talk to George Galloway, wishing her a short and miserable life. You should have whacked him through to me. I'd have sorted him out. You miserable old git. If you've not got the brains to know that when a show has finished, the presenter goes home, then you don't deserve to speak on the radio, you cretin. Evening, dear listener. It's Ian Lee. It's talk radio. And I have to make a confession. I have taken several bucketfuls of performance-enhancing drugs. I've been inspired by our Olympic teams around the world to um, really face up to my responsibilities and up my game. So I have taken loads of performance-enhancing drugs. Don't take drugs at home, kids, please. Um, I always found it was best to take them in parks and bus shelters. I'm joking. That's a joke. Don't take drugs, okay? <laughs> like they're going to listen to me. Like there's um, a 16-year-old. Well, well, there's a 16-year-old listening to this. But there's a 16-year-old about to spark up a J, man. They go, oh, no. The old man on the radio said, don't take drugs. Let's flush this down the toilet and go and read the Bible. That's not the only alternative to drugs. But it's a darn good one. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you're watching on Periscope, the colour today is red. I have set it to red, um, although it is I can already feel it um, inducing a migraine. We can change the colours of the lights in the studio. And normally I have them off. Maybe a the, the couple of lights on uh, uh, above the desk. Um, but tonight I've set them to red, although I can feel here and here, he said, indicate... Hang on a second, someone's called in. Yes, Jonathan? Hello, Ian. That was the chair making that noise. Yeah, I, I, I need you to calm down a little bit because I, I need to ask for advice. This is a pretty serious and sensitive subject. OK, is it to do with your balls, your big racist no. balls? No. It's nothing to do with your misogynistic gohones. No. Okay. It's a okay. shame. Do you mind if I draw you your know, balls while you ask me this? As long as you listen, I don't care. I'm listening, <laughs> and I'm drawing, and if you're watching on periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, at the end of this phone call, I'll show you the um, the picture I'm, I'm drawing of um, Jonathan's racist balls. <laughs> um, I've just uh, been on Twitter... And someone fairly high profile has has accused someone that I'm following yeah. and who follows me in return of being on the sex offenders register for being a paedophile. Hang on, right. So someone, a high profile, has accused... Fairly high profile. Mid-profile has accused someone mid-profile, low-profile or high-profile? Low-profile. Low, No-profile. No profile. No profile. I feel uh, bad I'm drawing this now, but I'm not going to stop for anybody. Um, of being a, a, a sex offender. Yeah, a right. paedophile in particular. Uh, okay, right. And what is your, um, what's your query? Well, 
Well, he denies it. Right. Obviously, he hasn't got a record, but I'm so... I, I don't know what to do. Do I... On the one hand, the easiest thing for me to do would yep. be to unfollow this guy and block him. Right, yep. But on the other hand, it's one person's word against another, and I don't want to commit an injustice against an innocent person if they've been falsely accused. You could ask... You could ask um, where they got their evidence from. I could do that, but it, was, it wasn't a conversation I was involved in. It was something that I noticed uh, randomly, and I feel like I'm intruding in on that conversation. How does it make you... How does this um, uh, accusation make you feel... I, I won't. I, I, I won't deny it. It makes me very uneasy because no one in their right mind wants to consort with paedophiles. No. Oh, but, so you're worried this person might be a paedophile? Yeah, I, I might be, and it's incredibly shallow on my part. But I have to be honest. Well, there's nothing shallow I, about I not liking paedophiles. Okay. So you're worried that this person might be a paedophile. Um, and I know, I know you won't give us any clues as to who they are. We don't want to play that no, game. No. Although we are playing that game in our heads. <laughs> uh, we all are. Um, yeah. Um, it, well, this, this mid-profile person, are they yeah. generally pretty spot on? Um, what I can say about this mid-profile person is that they themselves have been convicted of a criminal offence. Okay. And are currently involved in a private war with members of uh, senior. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I would just leave it and see what happens. People often, people often. Was it the word nonce? No, it was it was the word uh, sex offenders register for being a paedophile. That phrase that. Well, set off alarm bells. And did the did the low profile person respond? Yeah, and de- completely denied it. Well, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm sort of caught between two stools because on the one hand, I want nothing to do with paedophiles, but on the other hand, I have a intense sense of uh, of uh, what it's like to be the victim of an injustice. And if this person has been falsely accused. Well, you do denies it, with... and I yes. and I sort of, and I cut him out on the basis of, uh, of the word of someone whose opinion I don't value most. But you of the do, time. you do, you do, you do know, Jonathan, that people go on Twitter and do hurl out yeah, I, the I worst, know, the worst talk... insults ever. Oh, we're, we're, we're actually. Talking about something in the real world, though. Yeah, I know. And so you, you, you referring to, to Joe Cox as the C-word, that's not the real world. We're, we're, Was that the real world or not the real world? I'm curious. The insult is not the real world. The actual okay. event is real. So, so what you... Let's get the level of insult um, correct. So this mid-profile person calling a no-profile no profile person a paedophile on the sex offenders register is real world. You calling Joe Cox shortly after she was murdered the C-word, um, that's not the real world. I just want to get this right because I'm finding it a bit confusing. It's not real world because I didn't kill her. No, but you did. You did call her online shortly after she'd been murdered. The c word. Yeah, I did. Okay, thanks for calling. Uh, you see, 
And uh, can you you talk to the listener, Catherine? I'm going to, as promised, show the uh, the. Uh... Can I? Oh, don't. Can I have a little moan about what just happened? Yeah, please do. So um, I went and sat down in my usual um, seated position. Yeah, that's how you sit down, and uh, answered the phone. Anonymous number. Elderly gentleman. Yeah, Sweet. What's that hairy elephant? And he said to me, uh, he wanted to speak to George Galloway. And I said, I'm afraid George is gone now. Um, we're on to a different programme. Well, I'm watching him on my computer. I said, well, maybe you're watching him on a delay because oh. I can assure you that he finishes the show at 10 o'clock. Yes, he does. He said, he I, has to. He's he said I think to. you're lying. Oh. You want me to be off. Yeah, and you're thinking, well, you, you, you had typed on the screen. That no, at you, that, no, at that point I hadn't. You hadn't, OK. And I said, no, not at all. It's just that he comes on between 7 and 10 and I'm afraid he's gone now. How much do they pay you? Sorry? Wow. How much do they pay you How to much... lie to people? I, I don't need to ask this. How much do they pay you? Because whatever it is, it's not enough. Well, that's what I said to him. I said, it's not enough to sit here and listen to you being abusive. You should have just put the phone down on him. Well, after a while, I said, thanks very much, good night. And he said, I wish you a short and miserable life. Guys, after last night's um, foray into the world of the um, the bitter and the jealous... By the way, if you missed... The last ten minutes of last night's show. It was an absolute blinder. Andy called in. I put it on my YouTube channel, and uh, if you go to YouTube and type in Ian Lee Angry Caller, it'll come up. Andy, um, uh, although we 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 twigged about oh, you twigged first, about thirty seconds, and about two minutes into it, I twigged who it was. Um, phoned up to um, berate me. No, help you. Help me with love and aggression. And By dissecting you on yeah, air. Yeah, exactly. And, um, oh, it's a joy to listen to. It's an absolute joy. And I know who this person is. <laughs> and I'm really wondering, and this person now knows that we know who this person is, right? And I had four people get in touch with me and say, I just thought I should, I, I've listened to that clip. Did you know that that person was actually this person? And I went, thank you for confirming it. Yes, I did. Four people, one of whom may have even worked with him <laughs> up up north. And um, uh, it's just, it just left me scratching my head. <laughs> What's huh? that noise you just made? That's my ponderous noise. <laughs> it, just it, just, it just left me scratching my head. And I, I, I was a little bit upset afterwards. And then I was driving home and I just started laughing. Just laughing, thinking, why has he done oh, that? I was livid. You were livid. I was laughing. I woke up this morning confused, and then Matthew Stevenson, uh, who often does these things, had sent me that as a little clip, and I thought, oh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on YouTube, and I'm going to own it, because it's a, it's a brilliant bit of radio, in as much as it's someone who um, thinks they're getting one over on me, failing miserably. I mean, he, he wanted me to get angry so that he, 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 I would lose my temper. I, I, well, I wasn't at all. let's be honest, for a couple of years now, he's been trying to get <laughs> you into trouble. When I left the BBC, he phoned up the BBC pretending to be from The Sun. No, he phoned up The Sun trying uh, to get us into trouble. Oh, did so that, it was did a it? proper, it was a proper inquiry from The Sun okay. about this story. Yeah. Which was instantly disprovable yeah, yeah, and yeah. as far fetched as you know what nick, from China. That was all nicking stuff. No, about me passing on phone numbers yeah. so you could harass listeners. Yeah, I yeah. said, well, okay, so where are these listeners? Yeah. Anyway, happen. anyway, happen. anyway. So this guy is is bitter and twisted, and we had a little run in on Twitter recently, and then we made peace on Twitter, and well, then then he sent me um, an email of him 
uh, an email of complaint he'd sent to my old boss about the new breakfast show, and I said, "Mate, mate, I'm 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 not interested in this." So, Andy, you're welcome to call in again. I'd suggest, you know, come out and use your real name, but I'm not going to, you know, and but but I'm not going to force him to use his real name because there's no point because people can phone up and do what they want. Yeah. Anyway, that was yesterday, and it's on YouTube and it's in the podcast. Tonight's show is uh, celebratory. It's uh, we are embracing life. It is Friday. We are going to twat about on the radio. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. No messing around. Let's crack on with this. Yes, John. Hello, there, Ian. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, John. Now I don't want to bring the mood down, but um, oh. yesterday you had quite a bit of a discussion about mental health. Yes, we did. And. You and I, we both suffer from mental health issues. Mine is obsessive compulsive disorder. Yes. Oh, you're the set. We had um, um, Saber. Saba. Saba, who, who, who was tweeting me on. Yes, Saba has uh, OCD of, of a kind. Yes. Now, on, on the positive point, you you sound very cheerful today, which is I, good. I'm up today. I'm up, up, up. On the negative point, oh. uh, and again, I know it's Friday, so I don't want to bring the mood down. But how do we, and it's a serious question, how do we live our whole lives with all these ups and downs? Because it, it attacked me again yesterday. Yeah. It comes in waves, and when it gets you, it just floors you. Well, how do you know? Well, y- you've you've made it this far. What are you, 47? <laughs> 29. No, really? You've got an old man's voice. Yes. That's going to cheer you up, isn't it? Um, okay. Well, you've got you've you've got twenty nine years so far. You've you've managed to 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 last twenty nine years. What 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 works for you when you go down down down, deeper and down? It's, it's just it's just riding it out, but yeah. it's just the, the ferocity of it. It's like an out of body experience. Yeah. You have a ridiculous. I talked to your mate Jimmy O'Brien uh, a couple of years ago, actually, when I was having a terrible attack because he was talking about mental health. Yes. And it just, it's an out-of-body, and I had it last week, and I thought I had everything under control. I went to the seaside. Um, does, the, does the seaside fine. work for you? No, I mean, it was nice at the seaside. It was a nice, relaxing holiday, and then yeah. I got back, and oh. it was a, it's, it's always a ridiculous obsession to do yep. with some nonsense, and this was about getting eye herpes. Yeah. And it sounds, it sounds stupid, doesn't it? But anyway, it's... it's well, no, but I, I always... Uh, the, the, what, 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 what is the... I, I, I pick up all these um, aphorisms and silly sayings, um, uh, and it's um, it's not, well, and I can never quite remember them. Um, it's not the elephants that are going to knock you down; it's the ants. And by that, it means that you, generally I can cope with big stuff, man. Big stuff I can kind of deal with. It's the small yeah. stuff. Like um, um, I was going into a real panic last night on the way home because I totally misjudged the petrol. I've got. Um, um, a, a courtesy car, and so I don't really understand the petrol meter. And suddenly, I was halfway home, and it said I had zero miles left. And I'm spinning into this panic, thing. "Oh Christ, I've got to be up at six, and I need to get home, and I've not got any petrol, and the AA are going to have to come." And and, uh, and I went into a panic, but yeah. I, I found I found a petrol station. I, I sorted the problem out. But it's the small things that tend to be the ones that scupper us. How do we deal with this? I did not get to sleep until eight in the morning, and I had to be in at work for midday. So, and I was lying there, and the day was okay, and I'd rationalised, and I said, you know, everyone, you know, there are lots of people who suffer from cold sores. This was this new obsession. It's been been for a while, but this was playing on my mind, and you know, I shared, uh, I shared 
say a towel with someone, da-da-da, anyway. And then... Why were you sharing we- towels with someone, John? That's that's just beyond the pale. There's no there's no need for sharing a towel. No, it wasn't actually... Sh- well, this is a thing. That was one portion of the obsession. The actual obsession came through the fact that they were cooking me a meal. With and a towel? They were cook- no, 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 no. This is- what, what's were- going on with this towel? You Go on. They were cooking me a meal, and as they were cooking the, the meal, I saw them sort of, you know, taste the broth. Oh, they were tasting the and broth. Then, you were sharing the broth. And they put the spoon in, and this person suffered from cortisol. Oh, oh, they put it back in the broth! That's not OCD, that's normal. Oh, I'd be worried about it as well. John, that is disgusting! But they were cooking it. Well, they should have cleaned the... the they should have either um, cleaned the spoon, yeah. got a fresh spoon, or done it when you weren't looking. And then what happened is... I don't think you said, can get... I don't think you can get cold sores from broth, though. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. <laughs> well, no, he... You can get them from brothels. Destroys, he... Oh, I know, I know about those. Oh. Um, no, um, he, he destroys the herpes virus, but also it thrives in warm and damp conditions. But I was talking to a... How um, does he destri- destroy... No, heat, not oh, heat. I thought you said he destroys it. Okay, right, fine, yes. No, he, heat, yeah. Heat, heat, heat. Um, but I was talking to a beautiful French uh, lady a couple of weeks Aren't ago. Aren't they all? Just, no. no. <laughs> and then just in passing, she went, oh, you know, I sometimes uh, suffer from the cold sores too. Like, just, and that's, that's a non-OCD mind. That's a mental, I mean, she's deranged in other ways. She threw a glass at her boyfriend. But, oh. you know, that's a non-OCD mind. And I thought, I want to be like her. Well, you and, can't. You're not. You're like you. And also, you you have no idea what um, what monkeys she's carrying on her back. But it's interesting, yesterday you talked about your chemical imbalance yes. in your mind. Yes, And you, your show is starting to attract a lot of crazies. I don't know if I'm considered one, but lots yes, of angry are. people who are giving you, who are giving <laughs> you a harder time than I think you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that, but that, do you know what? As, as a fan of speech radio, I like listening to people getting a hard time. And by, by me getting a hard time, it makes me, it helps me to solidify my opinions and my thoughts on, on things. And if I'm not, if I've got an argument that I'm not 100% sure on, then someone giving me a hard time is the best way of me knocking my idea into, into shape. So I know what I believe in and I know what I don't believe in. But how, how are you so much better? Your mental health sounds a lot better. I know you can't... He, you can't I don't know. Today, better. I don't know. Today I'm up. Today I'm buzzing. Today I had a nice bit of time with the boys and I didn't snap with them. I only had a few hours, but I didn't snap with them. I had a little bit of time playing Xbox and just forgot everything. I've got a really good day on Sunday. I'm dreading tomorrow because tomorrow I've got a day of nothing, literally nothing, and I'm dreading that. But Sunday's quite a busy day, and so I'm planning that. I've got a couple of small independent projects that are on the go, and I don't know, there was something about today that I could just focus everything into a positive beam of energy. This sounds, this sounds so bad because you've been so helpful. But I was listening to your show yesterday. Yeah. And listening to you miserable. Yeah. I thought someone as successful as Ian Lee, someone who has worked with Sasha Baron Cohen, wow. with Ricky Gervais, yeah. Yeah. if he can <laughs> be this mentally ill, yeah. so can I. And well, he almost comforted me. And I, would, I had two hours sleep. I was hallucinating. Yeah. I, I had various other bodily fluids I'm not going to talk about. What? But, yeah, various things that happened in my, in my inside. Was that, I thought uh, if, okay. Was there a discharge? Yeah. I don't want to know. 
And I thought, you know, you can be this miserable. Yes. Uh, and then he almost cheered me up, and then I went walking yeah. to the shops, and then I almost, again, there was a, you know... Hey, next week, next week, one of the good things that came from yesterday's show, right, uh, uh, was, um, uh, and I was miserable yesterday, and, you know, I'm going through a tough time, and it's, that's all groovy, man, but one of the good things that came from yesterday's show is, I got in touch with the Samaritans this morning, because we met, Kath and I went and met them last week, we went to a big do that the Samaritans are throwing, and um, we talked about getting someone on, um, either a spokesperson from the Samaritans, uh, or, or, or someone that's, that, that has used the Samaritans to help them in their life. And we talked about it, but we didn't pursue it. So today I chased up, and today I sent an email saying, right, we, we had a conversation about mental health last night. Um, it'd be great if we could get, if we, if you could send some people our way. And she's going, oh, it's great, because next week is mental health day and it's anti, I said, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't, that doesn't work for me. If I go, right, well, it's October the 6th and it's, uh, National, uh, Anti-Suicide Day and we've got on the line. People, our eyes are listening to switch off. But what I want to do is go, right, well, we had a talk, we had a phone call last week where someone said, you know, mental health, you should just be able to pull yourself together. To, to, to show that that's not the case, we got Steve on the line. Steve, you called the Samaritans once. And we're going to do that. So that's kind of got me a bit fired up. But I don't know, John. I'm aware that I'm buzzing a little bit. I'm buzzing. And that's not good because no, that means I, there's going to be a crash on the other side. I, I, I get that as well. I, I um, you know, I get the lows. Mine isn't so much depression. It's obsessive. And then I get the highs. And I was I was listening to podcasts of Nick Ferrari a few weeks ago. And I was I'm just sorry angry. To hear that. I'm sorry no, to hear but, that. And I was just completely, you know, I was like, I'm going to conquer the world. And then I started thinking about uh, a cold sore. But it sounds odd, doesn't it? it, it, no, sounds... it, it to me, it sounds not. To me, I get it. To me, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would that would bring you down. Um, John, all I can do is offer my um, uh, um, experience, strength, and hope. Yesterday, I wanted to jump off a bridge. Today, I am buzzing a little bit, a little bit too much. But I shall put it into the next two and a half hours of radio, and then whatever happens after that is irrelevant at the moment. Well, God, well, God bless you for the chat. And when you see Nick Ferrari next, just say I said hi. <laughs> I will do. I, I, I see Nick. Thank you, John. I see Nick about once every two years. And he's always, I don't know if he re- remembers my name, but he, I think he always calls me Love. Hello, Love. How you doing, uh, Love? He's the quite, get out. The he goes quite get theat- out. theatrical. And um, we, we literally, um, last time I saw him was I was presenting an award summer and he was hosting it. And I saw him as I went out to present the award and he went, hello, Love. How's it going? Um, I, John, I will, I will not pass on your, your best wishes for, to Nick Ferrari because he will say, who's the... John? Exactly. Uh, Derek and David stay there. Now is a good time for you to call, dear listener. 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Derek. Hey, again. What kind of cake? Hey, I'm not sure. There we go. Um, Eccles. Um, Eccles. Jennifer yeah. Eccles. There's a song. I'm slightly horrified. Wait, wait, are you phoning in to apologise for your apology no, yesterday? No, I because this could, this could. No, I'm slightly horrified to find that that my original call is now on a podcast, and I don't like myself being videoed or pictured. Or yeah, well, you weren't you weren't videoed or pictured, so don't worry about that. No, no, but I don't like my voice either. And no one told me, I'm 35 years old, no one told me that I sound like Tyson and Louis Spencer for Love Child. Yeah, you do, you do sound bad. I do. Every, the last two callers, it's, it's youngish men with old men's voices. This is I fantastic. I impediment, but I don't really know it. What, what, what? I've got a bit of a... Thanks. <laughs> no, I didn't hear what you said. 
I said I've got a bit of a, it would seem that I've got a bit of a speech impediment. What's your speech impediment? Well, just the age thing. I don't know, I've got a bit of a lisp, I think. No, no. you've not got a lisp. I don't know if anyone's ever told you, Derek, but you do have a slight Scottish accent. I do. Has that been mentioned uh, before? That has been mentioned. Okay, oh, you're aware no, of I that. Think, funnily enough, most people seem to think I'm Irish. <laughs> well, I like it when I go to America and they think I'm either very, very posh or Australian. Australian. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's, that's how that works. There's nothing... I do, when I go to America, I do... I do spoken Ian, but you don't sound like an Australian. Yeah, no, but I'm talking to American ears. When I go to America, I do ham up the uh, the Hugh Grant. Uh, good, um, yes, um... Ah, you go your way to be super British. Yes, don't, don't talk over me when I'm talking over you. Sorry. Um, yes, I'll think I'll have um, a large skinny latte, please, to go. Thank you so much. Yes, I am from uh, from Britain. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Um, well, last guy Derek, do you me. know how to have a conversation? Not really. No. <laughs> and I said that. As I said that, I thought well, I'm saying that a bit aggressively. But okay. um, but it, I, um, I'll, I'll say. It, let me say it again less aggressively because I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't want to okay. shame you. But okay. do you struggle, Derek? Do you str- genuinely? Do you struggle to have conversations? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, there we go. This last night, I can't remember. I shut myself away for about five and a half years. I didn't leave the house. Oh, you did mention this. You did mention this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? What? Why? Because I started having panic attacks and I became pretty much agoraphobic overnight. Where did? And if if I ask anything you don't want to answer, you can tell me to get stuffed. Why did you start having panic attacks? Do you think? I I have no idea, mate. Was there a trigger? Did something happen? Was it? Was it? Did you um, get hit by a bus? Were you mugged? Was it something happened when you were a kid? I was on a train. I was on my way to see friends on a Friday night, and I just. I don't know. Maybe been medication I was taking, ironically, for mild anxiety. But I, yeah. um, I was in the playground today, the pirate playground, if you must mm. know, and there were two bigger boys. I'm going to say they were nine, but one was big. He looked like 11, but I think they were both nine. <laughs> eight or nine. And the, eight, uh, the, 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 the smaller of the two, and I was kind of just listening to their conversation, because my kid was off running, so I was looking at my phone. And they were climbing up on this, they were a bit big for the playground, really, but the smaller of the two said, oh... I had a really bad panic attack today in the playground. Mm. And his mate's going, what do you have a panic, t- panic attack for? And he said, well, because I just realised that suddenly I was on my own and there was no one there. And, and I'm listening, thinking, all right, well, hey, it's great that these two young boys are able to talk about this stuff. That's brilliant. It's horrifying if an eight, nine-year-old boy has, has, has genuinely had a panic attack. I'm, oh, I'm making up that... He misunderstands the phrase panic attack. I was see how does one define that? Yeah, and that maybe he just got he just got uncomfortable. I I don't mm. know, um, but um, it was it was really interesting. I was completely earwigging on their conversation, you know. <laughs> but it was it was interesting um, to to hear. And the other lad didn't really know what to say, which was a shame. No, that's that's quite horrible. Well, but people people d- often don't know what to say, and I don't say, and I don't think it's necessarily a male thing. I I, I think that men and it women. It really makes me feel worse as a man to be having these things. I know that it's okay for women, but it makes me feel less of a man, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I, d- I do know what you mean. Yes, I do know what you mean. Um, I do know what you mean. Okay. Anyway, what's my called about? What do you what do you call in about? Well, if you, if you don't mind, if you've got enough time, first of all, I was going to say it sounds to me like you're getting through to Jonathan because. I don't think he'd have asked before about whether he should tweet something that's wrong or not, and now he's phoning up and asking you. Well, he, he still d- didn't deny that, um, saying that uh, Joe Cox, shortly after she murdered, was a C. Well, he, he still I'm didn't not deny that that, that was. Right, but... 
<laughs> you know, didn't admit that was inappropriate. Um, I, I don't think I'm getting through to him. Who knows what's going on in that man's life, you the know? Night you, the night that you probed him a little bit, yes. that, that kind of got to me, I must admit. Yeah, we're, oh, we, we're, all, we're all God's children. <laughs> I, uh, OK, well, another thing, and yeah. seems a Friday, so to be a bit more cheery, Jackie Chan's why I was phoning you tonight. Jackie Chan's phoning in tonight? When? What time? No, he's not phoning. <laughs> Jackie Chan's is one of the things I wanted to... Here's the thing, about. right, Jackie Chan, he's 70 now, yeah. maybe even a bit older, right, and yeah. he's been making films in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think the first one was um, Battle Creek Brawl in about 1984. Uh, would that have been his uncle in Verticom's Raymond Chow? The, the, you know, he's, he's kind of. Well, he was sold, wasn't he? He was he was sold to. No, it wasn't. No, I don't. I, anyway, I don't know. But he's been making films in Hollywood for about uh, thirty-five years, right? Yes. How come his English is still? awful because he's a really really <laughs> clever man he's oh, a really bright man his english uh, is terrible well he speaks cantonese better than i can speak it yeah no i know i know no 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 that, but i know but that but that's the language that's not that's not a, a mean that's easy for him because he's chinese <laughs> his english <laughs> his english is appalling. But is it because it's his thing? You know, like Jean-Christophe Novelli, the French chef, has kept his French accent even though he's lived here probably for longer than ah. he's lived there. It's their, it's their calling card, isn't it? No, his calling card... What are you talking about? His calling card is wicked karate. Identity. Is it his national identity? Hang on. His, his calling card is yeah. wicked karate and the outtakes at the end of films. Yeah, sure. But <laughs> Those are his calling cards. But if he kicked you in, they went, right, that's you sorted. No, that I'm not saying it, he should. It? He could still do it in a Chinese accent. And I might do one in a minute. Don't no. push me. But, but literally, I watch him in, in, in American films. I can't understand what he's saying. It's like going. It's like when I went to that Indian doctor. That's not racist because that actually happened. <laughs> I cannot. Do you know what? Come on, Derek. You must have noticed it. Yeah, of course I do. Thank yeah, you. I've just did these things. Yeah. Thank you. And I just think someone's telling me Jackie Chan is sixty-two. He's older than sixty-two. Um, I just think if he wants to make another American movie, well, he has, and this is one of the things I want to. Well, if, if he wants no, no, if he wants to make another one, then he better um, pass the English test. Otherwise, well, his most recent one. Well, don't get me wrong; he can probably speak English better than that actor he was in it with. Uh, you know, Johnny Knoxville from like, Jackass. Oh yeah, he was in the film with Johnny Knoxville. That would yeah. be rubbish. It's a It's just out, and it's terrible. Derek, I'm going to cut you off because we've come to the end of the conversation. Um, Jackie Chan can do what he wants and talk how he wants. He's Jackie Chan. No, not no. He can't. That's the thing. He can't. Not when. Um, uh, and there, there are so many rope. I love Jackie Chan. He's brilliant, right? But there are so many ropey films. I remember once when I was staying at a girlfriend's shared house, and I was there for quite a long time. I was that annoying boyfriend that was just constantly there smoking roll-ups. Did you smoke in the toilet like my annoying? I smoked boyfriend. all over the house. Everyone smoked in those days. Yeah, and. Um, Everyone said, oh, we should get, let's get a film tonight. And I went, oh, let's get Jackie Chan's first strike. Oh, no wonder they hated you. Well, yeah, exactly. They didn't hate me. Mm. Um, and uh, Jackie Chan's first strike is a terrible, terrible film. There's no karate in it. If I'm watching a Jackie Chan film... Is it about bowling? No, it's about um, Russian spy planes. So I'm never going to... I don't mm. even want to think about it because it was just such a bad film. Um, he's made some stinkers. That he made a film with Lee Evans... Is that his name, Lee Evans? The sweaty comedian. Because that's my cousin's name as well. Norman Wisdom type yeah. comedian. He made a film with him called The, the Tuxedo. No, that was was The Tuxedo? Uh, yeah. yeah. Him? Um, he's made some, some bloody... He made a film with Steve Coogan. He's taken the money. That's yeah, exactly. Well, listen, if, if 
let me say this so you can understand it, Mr. Chan. If you want to take her the money, you learn her the English. You say that when he's in here and watch him kick seven bells We're gonna out. We're going to go to a, br- go to a break now. Don't play. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. To our yes. crew, right? Yes. So you could, you could call and ask for the number for Pinkberry. Okay. See if they understand uh, Pinkberry. That should be easy, though. All right. So just say Hollywood. Automated directory assistance. California. What city and state, please? Hollywood, California. That's good. That's Hollywood, California, right? Yeah. Pinkberry. Sorry, I didn't understand. Did I get the city and state right? Just say yes or no. Yes. Are you looking for a business, government, or residential listing? I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Business. Business, business. All right, what listing? What? Pinkberry. Pinkberry. Sorry, what was that listing? Pinkberry. Pinkberry. Let me transfer you to an operator. <laughs> Hello. You see? Dissed by a machine. Racist. Racist. Yes, Will! Ian, you should know better than this. He's 62. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, well, I thought he turned 70 recently. You can't write him off. That's eight years difference. He's 62 and he's got $300 million in the bank. Ka-ching! He can't speak English, though, and that's not me being racist. <laughs> But he can't speak English, can he? Not very well, but you know who I've, I've been rediscovering Stephen Segalry. <laughs> I shouldn't take long. Oh, Will. Well, I'm a cook. Oh, is that what he said? No, he goes, I'm a cook. He's got quite a high voice, hasn't he, Stephen Segal? The crazy thing about Segal, he was almost bold on top in 88, and now he's got a head of hair that would, yeah. I don't know, make somebody look feel pretty proud about themselves. He's got so much hair. Isn't he, he um, isn't he, um, uh, best friend? with Kim Jong-un, is that right? Yeah, he's really good pals with Putin. Putin, and, that's um, it, Putin. He hangs out in Kazakhstan, and um, there's some incredible videos of him doing all sorts of traditional Kazakhstani dancing on YouTube, if you've got nothing better to do in the evenings like me. <laughs> well, now you're at work, Will. He's, um, uh, he's got a band as well, and his band come over here every f- few They're years. they Thunderbox. I saw them when they came to <laughs> Bristol a couple of years ago. Whoa, what are they called? Thunderbox. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. And you, well, did you pay to go and see them, or did you get freebies? Of course I got freebies. I wouldn't be paying for that crap, would I? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think I got freebies for that, and I think I turned them down. And what was... Did, did, does he Does he rock? No. No? Okay. That's... He thinks he does. He plays yeah. blues. So there was oh, one blues. moment in it which was like a 12-minute blues solo. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. All I, all I wanted was for somebody to walk out on stage and him to do that little sort of taekwondo throw on them. That would have been really cool, but it didn't happen. Well, the, the, the actors that are in bands, they don't... When they're in bands, they're not actors, they're in bands. There's a brilliant clip of um, Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> being interviewed, I think, by an Australian breakfast show. Um, and they want to... You know, got the band there, because his band are doing a tour... And he, the guy asks him about movies and stuff, and he just sits there and stares at him and refuses to reply. So then he asks another question, and he just refuses to reply. And so he goes, um, 
Any of the other band want to talk to me? And it's just, <laughs> this is what they do, these, um... Kevin Bacon um, is in a band of some nature, or was in a band of some nature. Um, I'm trying to remember who they were. Johnny Depp and Keanu Reeves, were yeah. in separate uh, bands. Jared Leto. Hugh Laurie, he was in a, he's been in a couple of Hollywood oh, bands, no, he, I think. He's, I quite, he's quite good, isn't he, Hugh Laurie? Uh, yeah, I think he's probably more talented than Seagal. Keanu Reeves' Keanu Reeves' band, wasn't it called something like One Man Dog or some... No, Wild Stallions. No, don't don't tell me. <laughs> Come on, we're having a serious conversation here uh, about um, actors that have been in bands. Um, well, oh, wait, 444991000, if anybody can name any other... The, the, the thing about Jackie Chan, right... I, I love Jackie Chan, and um, I, I, I th- think he's an absolute legend and a hero, and I'm a huge fan, and the early kind of chop socky films that he did in, in, in Hong Kong, you know, Drunken Master and Young Master and all of that, I think they're superb. I love Rumble in the Bronx. I love some of his early American films, but I, he, he's not done a decent film for about 15, 20 years, has he? He I churns them out. Rumble in the Bronx was an Australian film, by the way, if you want to be really nerdy well, about well, it. Well, well, if, well, if you want to get really, really nerdy, <laughs> it was filmed in Canada. Was it? It was filmed, I believe it was filmed in Montreal, because it's it's set, obviously, in the Bronx, in New York, but there's a scene when the scene where the house is being destroyed from the outside, you can see mountains in the background. <laughs> so I think that was Canada. Okay. For tax purposes. For tax purposes. But he, he he's kind of like Woody Allen, in that he, he just churns out three films a year, and maybe once every three or four years, there'll be a, there'll be a decent one in there. Yeah, that's like I've been waiting for a good Seagal movie for years. He's not had a film in the he's, cinema. He's not had. He's not had a good since, film since ever. You know what? He's doing. Um, he's doing a. Uh, he's coming back to Above the Law or Nico, which was the film he did in '88. Apparently, he's going to play him twenty or thirty years on, and he's going to be about twenty stone heavier as well. So. Um, I, here's the thing. I don't think I've ever seen a Seagal film all the way through. I saw that one where Erica Elenyak comes out of the cake. Under Siege, what a classic. Wow, Will, you're you're really surprising me. This isn't a passing fancy. You really do know your Seagal. I, I, Ian, I get, you know me well enough to know that I get into all sorts of rubbish. You, yep. I do the, I, I, like, I'll talk about anything and I'll get enthusiastic about it. And for a while, I was researching the life of Seagal. I had nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> Well, well, it's uh, listen. If we ever do need to, if I'm ever on um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Seagal comes up, can I can I use you as my phone a friend? You've got my number. Nice one, Will. Thank you, man. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. There we go. Um, isn't it funny? I don't think, and I, you know, I was a, a, a boy in the nineties with, you know, living with other boys than we had VHS video machines. I don't think I've ever seen. A Seagal film all the way through. I think I, I feel like I've seen the one on the train, mm. but I, I don't know if I have seen the one on the train. I saw the one with the cake and Erica Elignac because I lived with some boys and they were meatheads. <laughs> I loved, um, and this was, um, was it John Claude Van Damme? Mm. Um, no Retreat, No Surrender. That's a, that's a classic movie. Isn't that the one where Bruce Lee, the ghost of Bruce Lee, um, comes, teaches him how to fight? The ghost of Bruce Lee teaches him how to fight i'm trying to get to come on the show right and this is niche this is really niche but it'll be fun um so bruce lee only made five movies i think four and a half movies so there's the big boss fist of fury way of the dragon enter the dragon then he died halfway through game of death and they they remade it with lookalikes and it's just awful but um apart from when he comes on on the screen it's like oh yeah there's a brilliant scene where um there's a there's a brilliant scene 
where there's a picture of... They use lookalikes and footage from old films to make it look like he's not dead. And um, there's, there's a scene where he's, in, he's looking in the mirror, but they've just stuck a picture of Bruce Lee on the mirror, and the guy is sat, so his face is... It's really weird. And bizarrely, here's the ironic twist. I will come to David and, and Craig in a bit. Here's the ironic twist. In the film, The Game of Death, that was made after Bruce Lee died, he fakes his own death in it. Okay, <gasps> But he fakes his death by uh, in a scene where he gets... He's doing a, he's doing a jump to the camera, mm-hmm. and there's like all these people with fake guns. Yeah. Right? But one of the people has got real bullets in the gun and shoots him. Right. And he gets really badly scarred, yeah. and they, that's why they can say he's, he's oh he's dead. He's not. He's fake. He, he he didn't die. But that's how Brandon Lee died in real life. He was doing a scene. He was doing a karate jump. Guns were fired at him. One of them shot him and killed him. That's movie irony. Anyway, there's a phenomenon phenomenon that of um uh, so bruce lee made five films but there are loads of it's called bruce exploitation mm-hmm. there are loads of bruce lee lookalikes now there's a guy called bruce lie <laughs> it's pronounced lee but it's spelled l-i so i'm just saying that for clarity oh right okay who does really look like bruce lee he yeah. looks like him okay. right but he wanted to be a, a, a martial arts star on his own the producers would say no worries this film this film that was the last one where you're going to be a bruce lee look like this one we're going to do your real name okay so he'd make the film and then he'd like go to the cinema and it would be like bruce lie stars back from the grave um but there's loads of them there's dragon lee there's bronson lee there's bruce lee spell lea and they all they're basically working on the premise that all Chinese men look the same. Incredible. It, it, it's it's amazing. And in nearly all of those films, in some of those films, they're playing Bruce Lee. In some of those, there's one called Bruce Lee Fights Back from Beyond the Grave, which is brilliant. <laughs> this is an amazing film. That must be a long poster. It's, 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 I'll, sh- I'll show you the trailer during the next break. Um, but there, um, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, Bruce Lee lookalikes. Oh yeah, quite often you'll see most of the films you'll see dead Bruce Lee in his open coffin from the funeral. They'll they'll whack that footage in. It's the weirdest thing. Blimey. The weirdest weirdest thing. But there's a guy writing a book about it. I'm going to try and get him on. David. Hip 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 hip. hip. David. Um, I just wanted to um, sort of drag out the conversation about last night's uh, disturbing phone call, if possible, um, just to make it slightly longer than it needs to be. Okay. Um, I basically I, I listen to the podcast every day. Yeah, and um, with the, the, please don't take this the wrong way. But um, oh, I was but. never don't really sure. Don't take this the wrong way, but <laughs> I was never really sure what about the podcast it was that was compelling me to come back every day. Okay, um, most of the, the podcasts that I listen to are quite kind of educational, oh. but there was something about your. Oh, David, we've lost you. Hey, can you hear me, David? Yeah, go back to where you were because we 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 lost okay. you. We got you now. So, there was something that was kind of um, compelling me to, to come back every day, and I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. Um, and it was during your call last night, which was that you told Andy that he didn't like that you were being honest. Yeah. Um, and that is what's special about the show. Um, it's it's so rare to hear people speaking really honestly. Um, um, uh, well, uh, the, the, sorry, did go, did you carry on. Did you have something else to say? Well, I, I just it, it kind of fits in with a pet theory that I have that 
basically, honesty can solve most of the problems in the world. Well, God. I, I mean, yeah. I well, we, we, we've only got th- we've only got three minutes and fifty seconds, so we can't <laughs> explore that side of it. But um, yeah, it it. it it really, the, Andy's call last night helped, really helped me clarify that. And yesterday's show was a miserable show, but I felt miserable and I couldn't come in and fake it. And maybe that's to my, you know, that will be my downfall at this place, possibly. I don't know. Um, but... I hope not. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We've got new bosses coming in. They might not want to hear a, a, a middle-aged man who's having a midlife crisis and feeling suicidal, suicidal at night. They might not. I don't know. Um, but, yeah... It, I, 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 we, we, Catherine and I, we kind of we're working on it in the last place, but we're really striving to do a show that, yeah, it's honest. That it's honest, yeah. and it's it's we're working towards celebratory as opposed to negative because negative radio sells, man. But I, we mm-hmm. don't need to be, um, and uh, you know, it, I, I think partly for my own sanity and my own sake, I have to be honest, and I'm getting lots of people getting in touch saying they appreciate it and it's helped them that's not why i'm doing it i'm not doing it to help people if it does yeah that's a lovely byproduct um and there's no point in me coming on and faking it and faking anger about muslims and faking anger about course, yeah. immigrants and uh, you know I, people can smell that anyway can't they people can smell when mm-hmm. you're not being authentic and you can't keep it up night after night it's ridiculous and there's something special about this time of night as well i think there's something sort of um more intimate about it can I give a, another perspective as well? Because I, I actually work on um, sort of with mental health um, yeah. services in, in, in sort of welfare to work, and we run some support groups. And sometimes somebody will be put themselves in a, a really vulnerable position and disclose something really personal, and you can see the rest of the group um, react to that with a kind of realization that they experience the same thing. And it's like you, you see six people lose that weight off their shoulders at the same time and i kind of feel like you can do that to thousands of people if if you're kind of no i do i'm just i'm just kicking it i'm 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 taking it on board what you what you said and kicking it around um in my head i i i want to be careful that we're not um i don't want to make it sound like i've got ideas above my station and i don't want to make it sound like i think that this show is you know is the cure for depression and is is the is the you know that i have the power to um fix people with mental health problems i don't i'm just a bloke that's going through this stuff and all i can do is share my experience strength and uh hope and um Mm. and maybe some of it will connect and and maybe some of it won't connect and maybe it won't be successful in the long run um but I take on board what you're saying, and I appreciate you you uh, sharing that with me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice one, David. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Speak soon, mate. Have a, have a nice weekend. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I, I mean, again, that, that call last night really helped me clarify. We've only got 50 seconds. So Greg, I'll come to you after the break. Clarify what I'm trying to do. And I think I might kind of write, a, not a manifesto, but a little something, just to give me a bit of clarity of thought. In, in, in the, um, the honesty is the thing... And doing, trying to do a show that where I want every night to be different. Every night to be different. Imagine that. A radio show. I mean, how have we done so far? 200 shows, 150 shows. I want to do a show where every single night is different. Now, that is quite possibly impossible. Um, but I want to have a go. And last night's show was unlike any other show we've done before. Excuse me. It feels like tonight's show is different from any show we've done before and you you turn it on and you don't know what you're going to get whether you're going to get some heavy stuff or whether you're going to get 
Will Guy at phoning in to talk about Steven Seagal movies. We just don't know. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Craig, you'll be up next. You could be on as well, dear listener. 0844 499 1000. Um, we'll talk about Gogglebox in a minute, because I have never seen it until tonight, and it's a stinker! No, it's not. Shut up. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Craig. Well, I've phoned up to talk about sci-fi and yes. uh, time travel. Yes. But as everyone's talking a bit about yesterday's show, I've just got a little bit to say about it. Yes. 
Isn't it great how everyone's calling in and this is building a community now? Yes, that's that's sure. that's part of the plan, is to build a community. And even if you're not calling in, dear listener, even and most people don't call in, it's a tiny percentage of the listenership that call in. And I really hope, I was going to ask the people that don't call in if they could call in to let me know if this is working, but that's ridiculous. But um, even if you don't call in, and I'm talking to you now, the, you who doesn't call in, right, um... You're still part of the community, and I hope that that is coming across, that, that you, you, you feel part of the community that this show is creating. This is unlike any other phone-in show, or any other radio show, or any other late-night show anywhere in the world, right? In that, Kath and myself and Ed are trying to build um, a community based on honesty and trust. Now... It might not work. And some nights the show doesn't work. Imagine that, Craig. Something where it's okay to fail. Imagine. It's okay if the show doesn't work some nights. I'm all right with that. Very rarely do I go home and um, think, well, the show's never going to work again. Kath, can you try that microphone, please? Yeah. Uh, even though Ed is gone, so we'll sort that out. Because when that one opens, it sounds bobbins in my ears. Um, it, it, uh, it's, it's, uh, nothing is allowed to fail anymore. TV shows aren't allowed to fail. They, are, they go through committees and boards and um, the parliamentary parties aren't allowed to fail because they have all these focus groups that tell you what policies and what leaders they like this is probably the only thing where it's okay if it fails and it'll do me it'll do me craig well that's it i used to listen to you on virgin i never phoned in it's only since you've been here that i've started to phone in in yeah and uh it's you know you you had the whole thing going there as well well you know uh we, we, we're trying man we're trying and it's not for everybody i mean someone um posted on a on digital spy today Last night's show was boring. Well, last night's show was no fun. Well, you know what? Um, you could have you could have switched it off. If after forty minutes it was proving to be no fun, you could have switched off. It's interesting they chose to stick with it. And also, last night's show is again unlike any show that we've done so far in this run. You know, I was battered yesterday, Craig. I was absolutely. Battered. Oh, yeah. I was in pieces, but I can't. I, and I could have phoned in sick, and I nearly phoned in sick. But I thought, no. Do you know what? I'm going to come in and see what it sounds like, because people don't come in uh, and work when they're like that. And I was able to get out of bed and come in. I thought, I'm going to see what it sounds like. Maybe it'll make me feel a bit better. Well, I don't know. And it did actually. It did make me feel a bit better. So I'm glad I did. And, and I've said before, like listening to you helps. I don't like talking about my mental health issues. It's, it's, I don't like opening that box. But, you know, seeing someone like you go to work on a bad day, I think, oh, well, he's done it. And I'm not saying you're anything special or anything like that. I'm just no. saying it's an example. I'm also aware that I have had days where I can't come to work and I've phoned it. I'm also aware that, I mean, really, I, obviously I do a little bit more, but really I work for... Um, Three hours a night. If I, if I want to, I can work for, for... Once you do all the ad breaks and play the songs, I'm working for about two and a half hours a night. And that is not the same as someone who sits in an office from eight o'clock in the morning till six o'clock in the evening feeling that way. And that is a different experience for them. But, um... So I'm aware, I'm aware that I'm similar to a lot of people, but I'm also very, very different to a lot of people. 
having free time is also a burden sometimes. Yeah, tell me about it, man. I've got a whole day tomorrow of nothing. It's my mum's birthday on Sunday, but I'm I'm doing this record launch, so I, I can't really see her. So I might go and see her tomorrow, but I, part of me thinks, I can't face it. I can't face it. So we'll see what happens. Well, you know, be, be kind to yourself. That's what people thank should you. tell everyone. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, Craig... Right, you have you seen Ark as well now, that movie? Oh, I loved it. So, who was, it was Sarah Sophie who phoned yeah, in. Yeah, amazing recommendation. Recommended Ark, ARQ, on Netflix. It's, I, thought it was, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Have you seen uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Is that the one where he, he repeats the same day over and over again? Yes. Is that the one where they're in pods in the sky and there's like a hundred Tom Cruises scattered around the world? No, that's um, the other film with Tom Cruise again. That's that's another film. Okay, that it's is. another film, right? <laughs> Tom okay, Cruise, yeah, that one. Okay, this one is just like alien, like sort of insect creatures attacking. I've not, I've not seen that one. No, is it good? Well, I thought you saw it every time time travel movie. What's this? Technically, it's not. I, I don't consider. I don't consider. Yeah. Repeating the same day over and over a time travel. I, I don't. Well, like, I don't consider Groundhog Day a time travel movie. What's that then? Time loop. Is that different? It's. It's time loop. It, it, I mean, it's. It's. It's a romantic comedy, really. Well, well Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. It's surprisingly good. Okay, I love that. And also Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal. That is not time travel, but yes, I have seen it. Du- who directed that? Do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, D- uh, Duncan Jones. Who is Duncan oh, Jones? Oh, yeah, Bowie's son. David Bowie's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. That. But that's not time travel, because well, it's it not real. at the end of it. No, it's not. No, because at the end of it, you it, find out every it's, time it's, he restarts, there's an alternate universe. No, he's not. It's all in his brain. It's not no, real. No, at the end of it, he meets the person. No, he, no, he doesn't, know. Yeah, well, he does, but we... No, he doesn't. Again. It's all in his head. It doesn't exist. No, no, you, at the twist of the end, is it's an alternate... No. Every time you restart, no. an alternate universe... Incorrect data. The twist at the end is that um, he is... It, when they switch that off, his world will stop existing, but uh, the, the, for the, the moment when they switch it off, it's so slow in his world... God, this is boring! Um, <laughs> ...that it goes on for infinity. OK, well... We'll agree to disagree. Well, we won't agree to disagree. Agree I'll, that I'll I am right. I'll agree to disagree. Okay, you. fine. Well, I'll agree that I am right then. But so speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, have is you it, seen? Enemy? It's a soft. It's a soft G. It's Gyllenhaal. Oh, I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, isn't it? Have you seen Enemy? A movie he's done. Is that the one where there are a hundred Tom Cruises all around the world? No, that's when there's two of him. I've not seen that. How many? All right. How many films are there where there are more of more of than one of the man? <laughs> <laughs> multiplicity. Oh. I start you with multiplicity. Oh, let's. All right. Let's play it. Let's play it. Let's play the game. Right, Craig. You go first. A film where there's more than one of the man or woman, but the enemy. Right, was it? Was it? Enemy. Enemy. All right. Multiplicity. Catherine. Bill and Ted. Which one? Uh, Bogus Journey. Okay. Although they're no! robots. No, hang on a minute. Yeah, Bogus Journeys. Is that the second one? Yeah, they're robots. So they are excellent adventure. They're robots. Mm. Yeah. So you got to say excellent adventure. Excellent okay. adventure. That's the last time we're going to go soft on you. Next time, I'm, Craig and I are going to go hard on you, aren't we, Craig? I'm not going to be any good at this. My mind's gone blank, so I'm out already. Well, what about the Tom Cruise one, where there are a hundred Tom Cruises around the world? Well, there's only him every time. Yeah, but th- oh, oh, well, yeah, but I can't remember the name of that. What? 
You brought it up, and I can't remember the name. Well, of it. we'll have it. I'm going to go soft on you, but I'm we'll go. I'm going to go right. in hard on I'll you. I'll be out next, girl. I'm going to go in hard next time, Craig. Okay. I'll be out next. <laughs> All right. Um, do they have to be played? Do the if it's the same person? Do they have to be played by the same actor? No. Schenectady, New York. That's a great film. Isn't there one called Doppelganger? You can't just say that if you don't know it. There should be. No, I think there is. All right, I'll let you have that one. Go on, Craig. This is a good game. This is a a bit more cerebral than our other poker games. This is a good game. (laughs) There's more than one person. There's more than one of of the the man. man or woman. But I don't think there are any with the woman. Oh. You're on about, like, where there's, like, um... Pods, like in that film. What? Where there's loads of Tom Cruises, yeah. No, the, the one with um, Sutherland bloke. Where no, that, that's it. Oh, yeah. Invasion of the... Party statue. Yeah, I'll it? give you that, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, here's one directed... By, another one directed by um, Duncan Jones. Moon. Oh, yeah. Moon. Yeah. Okay. Where there are an infinite number of Sam Rockwells. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it is brilliant. It's where Sam Rockwell's on the moon base, but then another Sam Rockwell appears. He's like, what the flip? He thinks he's going mad. Is he going mad? Or um, are there like an infinite number of clones of him because that body can only last for two years? So, Moon, Catherine. What's that one with Jeremy Irons in and he's like um, a dentist and he's, he's got an evil... Twin set, and it's both Jeremy Irons. Oh, I'm not really buying this. I'm afraid. It's true, it's a true story. No, I'm afraid you're out. Damn it, Craig. That one where he's the man and the woman. He's got his own kid. The one oh, where that. he's the man and the woman. Where wom- is his own kid? That one. He's the he's the husband, he's the man and the woman, and he's his own child. The, is oh. it the Adam Sandler film? No, the one with. Um, you were on about it the other day. Can you stop Googling films, please, Kath, because you're out anyway. I know, I'm just checking on my Jeremy Irons theory. The one where the, he's a man... The time travel one, where he's the man and the woman. And oh, he's also, um... And he's in the pub. Yeah, OK, OK, I'll give you that one, yeah. Ethan Hawke, is it? Was it? Yeah. Ethan Hawke was the guy in I it. I don't think it was called that. It was called, like, Paradox or something, wasn't it? So all right, all right, all right, if we're doing that, then... <laughs> I'm not going to win anymore. If we're doing that, then, Looper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. two Bruce Willis's. Although the oh. yoga fella looks like Robert De Niro. Bum, I just thought of a really Go on, good you one. You come back in then. Tell me again, Kath. Triangle. Whoa, There's yeah. There's loads of there. Yeah, I let, well, okay, yeah. And that film I was thinking of was Dead Ringers, and he wasn't a dentist. What a mistake could I make her? He was a gynaecologist. There we go, you see. They were get, twins, you, weren't they? Get those things mm-hmm. wrong, you'll be, um... Well, the twins are not the same people. It's got to be the same person. It's Jeremy Irons. Yeah, but no, but... Yeah, but he was a twin. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. It, that, but that's not the same person. There's well, different people. I mean, technically, they're I know the same tw- egg split, so they are the I'm, same person. Well, they're not. I know twins, and they're different people. You can you can um, shake their hands at the same time. My mum's a twin, and um, my auntie is her sister, and therefore kind of my mum. There's a court case in America where one twin has taken the rap for the murder of another. Have you seen that recently? Hang on, has the twin, has the twin murdered the other tri- twin, or has the other twin murdered someone and the first twin is the one in trouble? They're both murderers. Flipping it, what a family. And they're both in a biker gang. One's gone through all his appeals, so he's definitely in prison for life. Yeah. So he's now saying that he's the one that killed another bloke who the other twin is in prison for at the minute. I watched, and um, I was very excited because I knew this was coming, and I forgot it was coming today, and I got an email from Netflix saying, a new movie has been added to our database. Oh, yeah, what's that? 
the um, Amanda Knox, mm. the Amanda Knox documentary, Foxy Knoxy. Um, I've only I'm only halfway through it. Don't tell me what happens. I know what happens. Um, enough interesting. Although I'm getting a little bit bored of murder documentaries on Netflix and Amazon, <laughs> guys. There are other genres out there. But um, it's quite... What I didn't know was she called herself Foxy Noxy. That was her MySpace name. Yeah. I thought the papers had made it up because she's not that foxy. Well, not after all that time in prison. Well, no, but she would not... be. Very hard to keep up the maintenance. Um, but what is interesting is... Um... Oh, I can't work out if she did it or not. No. I doubt she did it. I missed a bit as well because there was there were some bits where it was Italian and there were subtitles, and I went. Well, the, to the one guy admitted it. Yeah, so, what, that's the end of that. Was isn't it, it the black guy that admitted it, or was it the boyfriend? Because yeah. the boyfriend black guy admitted it, but the boyfriend admitted that that she'd been lying and she'd done it. Yeah, but the the, the forensic on the knife was dodgy, wasn't it? Uh, weren't weren't the and weren't the Italian police like smacking him about and stuff? Oh well. I mean, I've got, I got to the bit, I think the black guy was saying that he did it, but it was in Italian and I was hungry, so I went and got some brioche from the kitchen well, and I came back and I came back and I, I, I couldn't really pick up the story anymore, so I might have to rewind it a bit. Thank you, Craig. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Technical stuff. 0844 499 1000. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Catherine, the producer, is sat in here. Ed is through there. Good evening, Ed. Ed, now, we, I never phoned up Tom, who was going to your home city of Auckland. Yeah. But did you see he was talking to my sister on Twitter? No, I didn't. Oh. I missed that bit. Oh. You need to get involved. Uh, during the next break, yeah. I'll, I'll patch you three into a Twitter conversation so you can sort out tickets for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. For your family in Auckland. Sweet ass. How's about them, Apple? Fantastic. Yeah? Thanks, Ian. That's what we're going to do. That'll be uh, £25 per ticket, please. Send the bill to Ricky Freelove. Booking charge. <laughs> Gatford! Yo, yo, yo. Bum rush the show. Indeed, I had to flashback there. Um, can you indulge me for th- 30 seconds? 25. Okay. I was going to say, that I was going to get him down to, to a. Cold seven. Well, you've run out. Of okay. Keanu Reeves' band was Dogstar. Dogstar. Oh. I said that. I said that. I said that. You said dog. Well, yeah, close. Uh, and well, no, I said, made, I said that. Okay. That, why do I do this? Macaulay Culkin is in a band where they yeah. sing. Um, uh, um, don't say it. Don't say it. Lou Reed. What about Velvet Underground songs, but with pizza in the title? Okay. That's uh, true. Bruce Willis. Huh? Bruce Willis. What about him? He's another actor that went on to do singing. No, 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 no. That wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't the question. Actors in bands, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, correct, correct. So, oh. so not actors in front of bands, do you? No, not actors singing. I know, yeah, uh, uh, the return of Bruno. Yeah, we all know that. Um, yeah, no, it's not what we're talking about. He plays the harmonica. We all know that. We all know that. We all know. Yeah, the thing you didn't clarify the topic. Clarified it. Really it, topic. it. You're the only so, person, Gatford, that's I got know. it wrong. Three seconds. And I'm about to get the the other one wrong about the films. Of course you are. You're a muppet. Because I was going to say Dave, <laughs> where. 
Kevin Klein plays a person who has to impersonate the president, and he plays both the president and the person who has to impersonate the president. No. No, no we're not having count. lookalikes, because then you could have pretty much every Jerry Lewis film from 1962 onwards, because he looks like the bad guy. I don't, uh, I get it. Yeah. I uh, then, to get it. Then you could say, or you, then you, you'd go, oh, what about Michael Knight and... Um, his evil, yeah. his evil twin stepbrother. Garth. And then where yeah. does Back to the Future 2 fit in, where you've got two Michael J. Fox yes. playing the same person? Yes, that, that, yeah, that's it. Because yes. they're the same person. They're the same person. You've got it. Yes. But, it, you, okay. but you were disqualified because oh. you mentioned Dave. Yeah, it's a bad film, I know that. Right, on to the serious bit. Uh-oh. That, you mean that, was, that, was, that wasn't serious? Wow. That was kind of semi you got a semi? I have really struggled this What's week that? with the question. Hang on a second. Okay. What's that? The f- this is the reason why... Who sang... You're beautiful. James Blunt. No, James Blunt. By, send me by the scene. Yeah, exactly. This is the reason that James Blunt was a one-hit wonder. Beautiful. It's a brilliant song. Whatever you think of it, even if you don't like it, hmm. it is a brilliant, brilliant ballad. It's About be- stalking. Well, you know, maybe. But it, it, it's a, but some of the best songs Admiration. are. It, it's, it's, it's a spot-on pretty perfect song right mm-hmm. and then the follow-up was about having a semi by the sea three men having a semi and by everybody the sea. is going well we know he means semi-detached house but uh, in our head it's a it's a semi-erect three semi-erect peni <laughs> peanuts i think there's the plural of penis peanuts isn't it and um since then he can't get he couldn't get arrested he, yeah he's brilliant on twitter twitter don't pay the bills yeah he's a trained assassin well, that that's anymore. true. That's true. Well, he probably does. He probably does um, private uh, kills for hire, but um, but but he should never never do a song about a semi by the sea. One, no. two, or three. No one wants to hear about um, peanuts. So, is that a topic about one hit wonders? No, no. See, I'm that not was... getting the show at the moment. Stop extrapolating. Another another host would have turned that into um, a, a weekly feature. I've just tossed it out. I've just tossed James what, Blunt. What, like, is in yeah. Peanut songs coming I've out. just tossed that one off. I have just tossed James Blunt off, and I'm leaving it at that. I'm not going in for seconds. Leave I'm it leaving well. it. Leave it hanging. There. Yeah, give it a while. Um, the serious bit. I've struggled this week with the question, how are you? I actually put it on Twitter before your conversation last night with um, Alex Andy, whoever, whatever. Yeah. And it just hit me, when you went into that whole bit about honesty, yeah. my normal response to the question, how are you, is, I'm all right for a insert date here. Yeah. So, like, someone will say to me, how are you? I'm all right for a Friday. That's your, that's your, that's your standard reply, is it? Depends. That's my standard reply. Isn't that and funny? I say, oh, that's what my dad would say. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why I say it. It's not what my dad would say at all. It's what I say. And I don't know why I say it. And I don't mean it. Well, it's a, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, I'm all right. Don't you think so? It's nice. We all have our little um, riffs or uh, our little set pieces that we, we, we say in various conversations. Like when I'm doing the show, if I have to fill for 25 seconds, I'll talk about the podcast. If you hear me talking about the podcast before the news, it means I've got 25 seconds to fill because I can make yeah. that script last 25 seconds. I go, I've stopped going to Cafe Nero because I'm now going to a, a Costa uh, because it's free parking. And um, there's a guy in there. He gets my order wrong every time. I always ask for the drink in a takeout cup, even though so I'm going to have it in, but if I can have it in a takeout cup. He never does it in a takeout cup. Oh. And um, every time I go in there, right, 
and it's it's just when he does it, when the women do it, I doesn't I don't react so much. But when he does it, he, and I'll order the drink, and so the, the the transaction has happened. I'm waiting for the drink, and he'll just look at me and go, "And how are you today, sir?" And yeah. um, I nearly told him today. I nearly really? told him today. I said, "Really? Right. Well, but let you, me tell you. You've often you've often said this. Do you think he cares? No. And and, and what I say now is, I go, I, and I have the, the last couple of weeks or so, I've gone. Uh, I've had better days. Now I'm now I just go. Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Because he doesn't. It, it's it, that's his little script, and my little bit of the script should be, if we're playing our roles correctly, should be. Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. How are you doing? That that's that performance. Yeah. That's that little scene. Um, and it's, it's, but it's, the, the scene, the script is different with different people. If Kath asks me how I am today, it's a different scene to if the guy in Costa asks me. Or if my <laughs> yeah. kids ask me, it's a different scene again altogether. And it's, it's mostly with work colleagues when that, I, I hate them asking and then I hate myself when I answer it. Because I should be able to be moderately honest with these people. Would it, I? would it be appropriate to be honest with these people? Yeah. Then I mean, why don't... I, I'm not going to... I mean, like, I, I couldn't turn around and say, well, I, I, I'm thoroughly... De- I mean, like, if, I, I, wasn't be, I wouldn't be brutally honest. Yes. I would be honest to a point. What do but you if think... If I was to say, I'm having a bad day, yeah. I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. Why don't you try it? Why don't you try, why don't you, well, I'm what... scared of what they'll say and what they'll think of me, if I'm honest. Um, don't you I think, want them to like me, but th- I don't want them to. But don't you, do you think they all live a perfect life themselves? No, but the problem is, is that I work in an environment where people are expected to give over a persona of. He's, uh, Gatford of, is uh, very, very big in the porn industry. Right. Um, so okay, just as he's about, just as he's about to um, assume the position, he, and she goes, "You're right, Steak. Oh, you know, I'm yeah. struggling. That's not really appropriate when." I'm yeah. with impresaria. Um, <laughs> it's well, impressive. I don't know. But what what could, what could go what could go wrong? And that's the point. Is that that's no, no. what I think afterwards. Is like if I said I was having a bad day, would they hate me? Would they come back? Yes, of course they would, because they would come back the next day and go, "How are you?" Or "I yeah. need something." You know, they wouldn't suddenly stop and walk past my office every day. Why? Why don't you? My suggestion would be is on Monday or one day next week when you feel up to it, um, just try it. Just just pick someone who you think will be the most accommodating, although you can never tell, and we can all be surprised yeah. by who can be who's accommodating and who's an arse. Um, and just say, right, if they ask me today, I am going to reveal this much of myself to them. Afterwards, was it okay for me to say that? Say that again, because I can't, I can't, you broke up. Sorry, sorry then be okay to ask them afterwards, was it okay that I said that, or do I just need to tell them and then leave it? I'm trying to think how I would feel. We're talking about on it. How would I feel if someone that said, was that okay for me to say that? I, I would think it's that... Honest. Would... It's honest. If that's how you yeah. feel, say it. Yeah, I think that's okay. Okay. But if you don't do but then but then here's the thing. I'm suggesting you do it. Don't have to do it. And if you don't do it, don't don't beat yourself up. Oh for, yeah, for not, I mean, I'm not doing it, you know, because that you could spend a whole day all tense up going, "I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it," and then the the woman or the man, whoever it says, "How are you today, Gatford?" You go, "I'm fine, and I'm as good as I can be for a Monday." Oh, balls. Yeah, but, that's know. the thing. Well, I know, but, but you see, I already know that when someone asks me that next week, I will answer that way because, as you say, it's but, the standard response. But then that but, might not be the right person. You need to yeah, pick the right person and 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 go with your gut. 
I was actually waiting for a gut joke there. No, I'm not going to do one. No. Want Ian, if you don't mind stepping in, please. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but also, you just revealing that little bit of yourself might allow them to reveal a little bit of themselves. It might not, and it might yeah. make it might make them uncomfortable, and that's fine as well. That's okay. If you say something that makes someone uncomfortable, I mean, if you if you notice that they're uncomfortable, you might want to apologise. I don't know, but but you know, as long as you're not saying, you know, as long as you're not saying, oh well, I sit at home at night and I cry and I want to cut myself, and you know, that might no, be no, a little bit much. I don't want to make it seem, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm either because I'm not I'm not a, a yo-yo person. I'm not a one good one day, bad the next. I'm kind of kind of fairly even. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said um, YOLO. You only live once. I thought. You <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> I'm a more of a Rolo person yes. than a YOLO There person. we go. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so I don't, I'm not expecting to be sort of saying to them, yes, I'm going to go home and cut myself, please help me. I just want to not say the stupid line that I always say. Um, well, you can. Thank you. We know it's been helpful. I'm, and I'm not going to sit here and say, wow, a radio DJ can told I, me to say uh... that. I'm not going to, but. No, I'm not a DJ, so you say that, you well, get yeah. in the chops. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to? Uh-huh. And I feel awkward asking it with Catherine, no. but I'm going to yeah, ask you. You have my permission. Okay. You, are you a bit lonely at the moment? Yeah. You, now, your phone cut out there, but I think you said oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'll move. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm currently working... The, my person... I was working in an office with one other person, and they've gone. Yeah. So I'm working in an office on my own, and I don't like it. Mm. And I'm trying to move, but it's taking time. And I don't like sitting in an office all day on my own. Mm-hmm. Which is why this came up, because people would come in and I'd say this thing and then they'd ask me what they needed and then they'd go away. And I'm like, well, I failed at that conversation. Um, because I feel like I did put up that nice defensive wall that said, please don't ask me how I really am. I'm just going to give you my sarky comedy answer. Now get to your point and get out. Um, let us know how it goes next week. Yeah, and if okay. it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, then you know, try not yeah, to beat yourself up because it's uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, mate. Mm. Okay, thanks. That helps. Cheers, my dears. Cheers, bye. Bye, bye. Uh, by the way, I don't know. You know, to, to quote Peter Talk in the great movie Head. By the way, if you want to, this this book, and I, 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 if you notice, I've deliberately curbed my monkeys talk recently because mm. it bores people. But this book by Peter Mills, The Monkeys, The Head, and the Sixties, basically, it all it all it does is dissect their obscure nineteen sixty eight flop film Head. It's flipping brilliant. I'm reading it really slowly because I'm savouring it. And I'll, I'll read, literally, I read like three pages before I go to bed. And I go, oh, I'm going to, oh, I want to read more, but I'm going to put it down. But um, uh, 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 it's brilliant. And there's a, there's, the reason I'm, the head is in my mind, because there's there's a brilliant bit where Peter Talk is talking to a Swami, you know, this Eastern mystical guru who's supposed to look like um, the Maharishi. And he does this long, it goes on for about five or six minutes, this wonderful scene about speaking about um, the reality and belief and belief and conditioning and all forms of belief can be said to be the results of some form of conditioning and where there is choice there is misery and it goes on for ages and then at the end he just says but why should i speak for i know nothing boom it's such a great line so uh, what i'm saying there is why why should i speak i don't know anything um reese caddick you'll be up next oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation make contact with ian Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
0844 499 Today's show, it feels like it's, it's um, firing on all cylinders and all the different strands are coming together in the way that I want them to. Um, Caddick, Tris, stay there. You'll be up next. But first of all, it's Reese. Good evening, Reese. What kind of cake? Uh, hello. <laughs> I Ian. It's, um, unfortunately, it's not Reese, by the way. Uh, you're, quite, you're the guy that answered the phone. Uh, I said it was Bruce. Well, uh, why did it say Reese on my screen? Because he said, uh, in that case, I'm going to call you Reese for the rest of the. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so it is Reese. No, it's Bruce. So it's Reese, but Re- but hang on, did I say I was going to call you Reese? Yeah. Let's just call him. Uh, let's call him Bruce. Brees. <laughs> Brees. Br- Go Brees Lightning. <laughs> what you got for us, Brees? Um, um, I just wanted to pick your brain because um, I'm doing two charity autograph books there oh. at the moment. One for the YMCA in Warrington to help save it from closing down. And uh, I just wondered, which is the most famous celebrity you've ever gone out to? Hang on, hang on a second, (laughs) hang on a second. There are two things here. Firstly, why are you asking me? Because I'm wicked. Secondly, what's the the second charity? It's uh, the Shannon Bradshaw Trust in uh, Warrington. Uh, It's for sick children with uh, diseases. And um, because the last, my very first... Charity book which uh, raised money in July it raised one hundred fifty pounds. So uh, I'm doing you? two now. Oh, look at you! Your, chari- your, your charity uh, hat. Who did you? Who did you have in the last one? Uh, people like Jeremy Corbyn, Nick Clegg. Michael, they're um, not. They're not celebrities. <laughs> True. Well, what, is, what is this? You, you, you uh, political groupie. Billy Ocean. Oh, uh, no, that's good. Yeah, Billy Ocean. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Rick Astley. <laughs> yeah, Rick, well, Rick Astley is, is isn't it amazing that Rick yeah. Astley is is popular still and and and, and good know. good for him, you know. Yeah. So and what, uh, who who else did I have in there? I, I had quite a mixture of various at uh, the, the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Clifton. <laughs> oh, I like Bernie Clifton. So what do you want? What do you want to know? I, I just wondered who's who who is the most famous person you've ever wanted to go out and get an autograph from. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm really lucky that I quite often yeah. get to meet people that mm. are heroes to me. So I've got yeah. stuff signed by Gene Simmons and stuff signed by Andy Partridge. I've got stuff signed by the Monkees, although I had to pay $100 to get Mike Nesmith <laughs> to sign something. If I wanted my name on it, it would have cost an extra $40, um, <laughs> which, is, which is outrageous, and I would only do that once. Mm. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't... Th- I mean... Ringo, I asked Ringo for an autograph, and he he refused. Yeah. That was when he was he had famously stopped signing things, which I think is fair enough. Did um, you tell him? Uh, don't you know who I am? <laughs> well, I know. Here's the thing: I was interviewing him. I was interviewing him, and he walked. I'd, I'd been on TV that morning, and he walked yeah. in. It was the coolest thing. He walked in, and he pointed at me and loudly said, "I know who you are." And I thought, <laughs> "Yeah, that'll do. That'll do me." Uh, why? Who are you? Who are you thinking of getting? Um, I don't know. I was, I was, any other pop stars like um, Robbie Williams, or and how are you get? Are you are you going to meet these people, or are you sending them letters, or what are you doing? I just uh, read the paper to see what shows are on, and just can hope to meet them after after or before the show. Hey, that's what, that's not bad, is it? 
because we we went we went to try and get uh, Ronan Keating, but he just uh, arrived, waved, and went in. <laughs> what a what a tosser! I met Ronan; he's very nice. But um, it's 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 a gamble, isn't it? Because you're not sure. It is. Do yeah. you not? Do you not? Would you not consider writing? To some, if I, if, if, but he needs to sign the um, same book, doesn't he? Well, the, well, I mean, well. Th- there, there are ways around it. If you could, you could, you could um, send them pages from the book yeah. and then stick them in, or mm-hmm. something like that. As long as here's the uh, thing: as long as you make it as easy as possible for yeah. that person by sending mm-hmm. them the bit of paper you want them to yeah. sign and a stamped addressed envelope. Because um, uh, I get, I get not asked. I get asked sometimes for autographs, mm-hmm. but I get sent letters. And to be honest, um. I try and reply, but I don't always reply. But if there is a bit of paper and a stamped addressed envelope, it's really hard for me not to reply because it's there. Yeah. It's all done. I've just got to fill it in and I'll, I'll pop it down the post box down the road. So that might be a way of, of getting, you know, perhaps some bigger names that you might not bump into. Because I tweeted uh, Sean Williamson, Barry from EastEnders, oh. as he keeps, <laughs> and uh, he tweeted back and said uh, he'll be delighted to sign the book. He's, and, uh... but, but Sean is <laughs> I, again. I've, I work with Sean because you know I'm, I'm on that kind of rung a little bit below him. But he's delightful. He's delightful he and he's charming. But if I was at an auction and there was an autograph yeah. book up for for grabs <laughs> and the, Barry's autograph was in it, I would yeah. probably take twenty pounds off of my bid. <laughs> Although last night uh, we went to a nightclub and got Phil Mitchell from EastEnders, Steve McFadden. That's a bit better. <laughs> That's a bit better. Well, I go up in Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He, he's still in it. At least. He's still in it. That's. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you could get, um, like you know, an, a whole EastEnders, you know, the cast <laughs> from EastEnders to sign something, and uh, if you, um, here's the thing, right? People like EastEnders people like charities like sick yeah. kids. So if you were mm-hmm. to send a, I don't know, a cast photo or a, or yeah. an autograph book, if you were to send an aut- a blank autograph book with a, yeah. a in a jiffy bag with an envelope and a, and a stamp on it and a nice and, cover note, yeah, and say, look, my name yeah. is my name is Bruce. Yeah, um, uh, I'm sometimes known as Bruce, sometimes known as Reese. It's very confusing. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Don't, don't even put that because that's gonna. Th- <laughs> Let's take a if you put, yeah, if you put, you. I'm doing this thing. It's for these sick kiddies, and yeah. I'm trying to raise a few quid so that they can build this i'm not asking for money it would be just great if one day on set if someone could just pass this around and then whack it in an envelope Mm -hmm. now they may not reply yeah but you never know if you get the right person on the right day you never know and if you don't ask, you don't get. That's all. That's what Anthea Turner told me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to aim. Very honestly, man, you're doing a brilliant job. Well done. You need to raise your sights a bit. I do. You yeah. go, go, go right to right to Robbie Williams. Right to Paul McCartney. Palmer, I was just thinking, right to Macca. Yeah, What's that stuff. Right to because you never yeah. with McCartney, you never know. You never know. He does mm-hmm. all these little things. Right yeah. to. Um, you know Bruce Forsyth, right? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know his TV, so I don't really know his. But right to Tess Daly, <laughs> right to Claudia Winkleman, you know, right to all of these exactly. people. The, the Bake Off yeah. lot, get them quick. Yeah, right, yeah. right to Melon. So, or go and or go and stand out. Yeah. Where, whereabouts are you, Bruce? In Sheffield. Well. If you ever come down to London for a day, stand outside Broadcasting House, just off um, yeah. of Oxford Circus. Just stand yeah. outside there for a few hours and have some balls, because people come and go from that in and out of that all the, all day. That's where they work. That's where you know it's celebrity central. You know. Or how about coming to talk radio and getting you, and then going? To- <laughs> well, you yeah, send. I mean, listen again. Like, my autograph's worth about ten uh, pence. If you send me a thing with a standard <laughs> envelope, I'll sign it and I'll send it back. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get you know. If, I'll see if I can get Paul Ross and uh, Andy Goldstein, you know, and, and Jason Cundy yeah. to sign it because they're people that I will see. So I'm happy to do that. I will. 
I'll, I'll do that for you. Don't thank no you one much. else do that, though. Oh, thank you very much. Nice one, man. Thank you very much indeed. Good luck, good luck. It's, you just got to take a punt, and um, I'm sure the EastEnders people get inundated, but if you, you know... If you, Make it easy, like you say. If, it, it's hard to refuse sick kids, you know, sick kids. The YMCA, you know, it's a great cause, but it's easier to refuse that. Sick kids, it's, that mm. just, that just you know, gets people dick. 0844 499 then Tris, uh, then it could be you, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I, um... I can't remember Carl Kennedy's real name. Is it Alan something? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I've interviewed him, and he's the nicest, nicest man. He plays in a band, and they play like Kaiser Chiefs. Are. I mean, I saw them about eight years ago, and they, they come out and they play Kaiser Chiefs. And it's really, it's, it's fun. And they're quite a good little band. But can, can you tell that story on yeah, the radio? Yeah, of course I can. When I uh, was uh, my, let me see, fourth year of university, I lived with um, three other girls. And one was called Caroline, and one was called Tracy, and the other one was called Sonia. Anyway, this doesn't concern Sonia, so let's put her on the back burner. Caroline started having some really rude dreams about Dr. Carl Kennedy. He's a good-looking man, He's as was Susan handsome. Kennedy. And this was around the time when they were happily married before it all went pear-shaped in yeah. Neighbours because uh, she started thinking she was 15 or something, didn't she? She went off him. Yeah. And then he started going off with younger women. And his daughter was beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. And his son was. Malcolm was the son, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Anyway. Was beautiful. Family aside, yes. it, was, it was all about Dr. Carl for yeah. Caroline. Libby. Was... Libby. Yes. Libby. Anyway, Dr. Carl was doing very rude things to Caroline. Very bouncy, Libby. Really? Ba- yeah, but then she got sad, didn't she? Didn't something awful happen? Oh, she was still bouncy when she was sad. Didn't she marry someone who died? Yeah, uh, possibly. Before they died, obviously. Didn't, um, um, well, I want to sex you up. Stefan Dennis. make it feel good. Yeah, he, didn't, he lose, didn't he get robot legs? Yes. He got robot legs. And didn't, didn't the twins turn out to be evil? Wasn't one of the twins evil? Uh, one didn't like him. Does that count And that's why he lost his legs. Uh what about Dez? You remember Dez and his sideburns? Dez and Daphne. And his sideburns. Aww. And then Dez left, but he didn't become famous. But then the guy became... Jim Dale. No, not Jim. Well, Jim Dale, but the, the young lad who's in Memento. Yeah. He did, didn't he? He did, didn't Go he? on, sorry, tell us. Anyway, so Carl Kennedy's doing yes. all sorts of Caroline in her dreams. In the dream, yeah. Right. Just for, you have to say this for legal In her reasons. dreams. And probably other people as well. He was a very attractive man. He was a beautiful and man. He was very zeitgeisty at the, the time. The whole family, and I know we've established this already, but it cannot be stressed enough. The whole Kennedy family, and, and Liam and Caddick and, and Tris, We're I will definitely... come to you. We have to stress, everyone in that family, I would have done. Exactly. And the thing was, we were seeing them twice a day. It was quite... In, li- in reverse order. <laughs> I would have done them in this order. Son, dad. No, yeah, no, 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 you're no, incorrect. This is, my, this is my list. All right, well, let me do mine. So, in reverse order, number four, Malcolm. At number three, controversially, Libby. Yeah, no. She was too perky. At number two, well, it's a toss-up. So, I mean, Carl, number one one is Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Dr. Carl was all over Caroline. Apparently, there was a third child called Billy. Yes, the younger one. I wouldn't have done... That is... I'm not a... Didn't Billy end... No, didn't Billy end up being... As, um, transgender. No, they should do that. No, they should do that. They probably have. I don't watch it anymore. I used to watch it twice a day. Same thing. What's that? Yeah. Well, my friend Mackenzie used to. Um, I wonder if he's still got this brilliant VHS tape. He'd say, "Do you want to watch?" I'll put the kettle on, and we go, "What's that?" And what it is is in the. He would note at what time in the episode they would say, "I'll put the kettle on." 
<laughs> and then in the evening one, he'd record it. And he had about a seven-minute montage. People bring the kettle on. I'll, I'll put the kettle on. Just like seven minutes. It was wow. brilliant. And that's why he now is an award-winning filmmaker. Yeah, he's won BAFTAs. He's won he BAFTAs. He wants to put that one out. Yeah, he's won BAFTAs. For that. Anyway, Dr. Carl, every which way, right? Yep. In Caroline's Dreams. And, um, and we all laughed about it, how we laughed. Yeah. And, and didn't blame her, frankly. This story it. was much shorter when you told it to me uh, during the break. I know, because like you didn't interrupt. You didn't interrupt. Well, I know, but there was no without, lists. Even without the interruption, this story will be done by now. Just cut to the, the meat and two veg. So, that's what was going on every night, the meat and two veg. It's a sexy dream, yeah. So. Sexy dreams, over and over again. We know, we've got that. Every, it. every single conceivable... Liam, can you believe this? Position. I don't understand what's going on. If she I'm she, honest, she yeah. told me a story during the break that took 20 seconds, right? <laughs> we came out of that break five <laughs> minutes ago. You'll stop interrupting, I'll finish. I, I, I completely lost track of time. I'm going to be when honest. She's telling, me, she's telling me about how her flatmate used to Caroline. have erotic dreams about Carl Kennedy from neighbours so a friend right. went over to australia well, just to finish Wait, it. so tracy other housemate not sonia sonia's not in this one tracy went to australia right. and she went on the neighbours tour have you ever heard of the neighbours tour um i could guess what it is it's a tour of ramsey street <laughs> right and lassiter's and you meet some of the stars awesome. <laughs> you meet the stars she meets carl kennedy She's a quick thinker, is our Tracy. So what does she do? She gets herself a great big piece of cardboard yeah. and writes on it, and she gets him to hold it up. This is before yeah. mobile phones. So she had to get this thing home and process it and give the photo <laughs> to Caroline. <laughs> and the photo that Caroline receives is a picture of her special dream friend holding a, p- a poster that says, Caroline, I dream of you too. <laughs> Best present ever for a holiday. Can I... to, to waste an opportunity and all that, though, that, that's... Oh, I've got a rude story about Carl This Kennedy. was the days before D-Picks. So we went into... <laughs> oh dear, we went in... He, he came on my show when I was in LBC. And my producer at the time, Adrian Crisp, was a really big fan. Like, pro- really big dreams? fan. No, but um, we we played some one, a couple of his songs there. And we played a cover version of that. We played an original song, right, called Accidental Trespass. Right? <laughs> right. And I've never seen this in Chris. Chris is now the producer of the Nick Ferrari show. But he, he was a very shy, quiet gentleman. We went and saw the concert. And at the end, um, Carl Kennedy was signing stuff. And so, so Chris went up and got his ticket signed. Cause he was genuinely a huge fan, mm-hmm. right? And he went, right. um, um, can I just ask Carl, whatever his name, I forget his name is. He said, um, is accidental trespass about anal sex? <laughs> <laughs> And Carl, Carl burst into laughter and went, no, I'd, I'd never thought of it that way before. So, um, naughty, naughty That's Carl. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Are, are, these, are these the burning questions that played your mind? Yes, <laughs> Go on, Liam, sorry, you've wandered into a very naughty part of the show. I just called up to say that, yeah, the show was going really well. I've, um... Listen for a long time through the podcast, and I'm listening live for the first time now. So I thought oh, I'd call in and just how, say that you're doing a good job. Thank you, man. How, how come you're managing to listen live now? What, what's changed today? Um, I just haven't really bothered, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> 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 if that's a fair answer. I mean, gosh. <laughs> it is a lot of effort to turn listen, those radios on, I, isn't I've it? I've listened to every podcast, though, if that's any consolation. I would have thought that, that <laughs> downloading and listening to the podcast was more effort than turning the bloody no. radio on. Massive hassle. You could listen to it whenever you want you know stay up until 11 o'clock to talk to you yeah that's true what what do you what what so what time do you normally go to bed 
Uh, to, uh, well, about two o'clock, so I've got no excuse. What is going on with you? What, are, what, are you? what are you busy playing computer games or working? What are you uh, doing? Mate, I'm working. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. I'm studying. I'm a student. Oh. Reading is not, yeah. well, technically, is not working. Re- nah, not readings, really. No, reading's no, easy. It's, it's, what, I'm just reading. I'm what, just reading. What, what are you, hang on, let's try, okay. Let's, let's guess from his voice. Let's guess from Liam's voice what it is he's studying. Oh, I'm okay. going to bring, I'm going to bring yeah. Alan Caddick into the conversation. Good evening, Caddick. Oh, oh, oh he's so. gone again. Oh, what was that? That's a snoring. He's, he's only been on hold for 22 minutes. <laughs> Alan! Sometimes this works. I don't know how. Alan! Is it? Hey! hey! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, I was asleep again. Uh, uh, all right. What kind of cake? Red velvet. I'm sorry, lemon drizzle. Do you what? Well, I don't like good lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> You're not Ian. I'm not. Nah, I'm Liam. Nice, nice to meet you, Caddick. Good to meet you too, Liam. Six minutes before we go, calls go straight to air. Sorry. Six five minutes till the calls go straight to air. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like running a countdown. Oh, yeah. So, are you going to call back for the weekend? Uh, no. Are you? I'm going to be making a lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> Alan, we're going to play a game. And thank you for reminding me straight to end. Liam, I, 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 I had to jump in and save you. Uh, that was a form of you. Now, look, Caddick, you've heard Liam speak. He's a student... And yeah. we're going to guess what he's studying. Right. I'm going to go first. <clears throat> You're up till two in the morning. There was only right. one... Now, assuming you've not spent all day down the boozer, you don't sound like you have, that okay. means you're doing a hard course. So okay. I would guess... Architecture. Oh, no, you're way off. Bah. <laughs> Go on. Ed, I need an out time, please. Um, he's, um, he's doing something poncy. No. He oh, sounds, yeah. he sounds, he sounds frail of voice and a limp of leg. I'm going to say it's, um, it's, uh, history. Oh, you're, you're close. Would you consider that poncy? Sorry? Would you consider that poncy? Yeah, yeah, of course, oh, of course I mean, it was, yeah. He did theatre studies oh. anyway. Yeah, shut up. Alan, what, enough, Alan, Alan, what do you think? Alan's fallen back asleep. He's bored. Well, you're on the white line when you said history. Obviously, he's going to go for psychology. Well, that's nah. nothing like. Okay. It's nothing like history, unless he's doing the history of psychology. Liam, <laughs> Liam, we're we're we're, we're all spent. What what is it you're studying, mate? I study international relations. It's like global politics. Oh, another voice, Johnson. Hmm. What a reaction! Nah, well, I haven't got good enough hair. I um, I did international relations, but that was during my French and Spanish course. No, I did French. She, and Spanish she's she's making a joke that she had sex with lots of foreigners. I didn't have sex with <laughs> lots of them. Uh, Liam, I'm glad you're listening tonight, mate. Thanks very much for the call. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. You're a good sport. Cheers, thank you. Um, Caddick, you've embarrassed yourself. As usual. Yes, you have. What would you like to say before I cut you off? Call straight to air after the news. There we go. You see. Very, um, 
So now Caddick's calling the shots, is he? A very... I'd forgotten that we were going to do that. <laughs> a very downbeat, downcast uh, Alan Caddick there. How... The thing is, when you shout down a phone, that doesn't make it any louder. It just no. makes it more distorted. Or in Caddick's case, yeah, I was going to say clearer. Yeah. Uh, he's right. Trish, stay there. We'll, 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 we'll take you after the news. But then after that, dear listener, Alan Caddick is right. It will be calls straight to air. Don't call just yet. I'll give you the number in a little bit. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. Oh, man, thank you for reminding me, Alan. It's straight, call straight to air. This bit, sometimes it works and it's brilliant, and sometimes it works and it's a car crash, and sometimes it doesn't work, and it's brilliant. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Drove downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night, just to check out the late night record shop. Call it impulsive, call it compulsive, call it insane. When I'm surrounded, I just can't stop It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact You can call me Pablo Dahl Ring a bell and I'll salivate, how'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue Cause right now I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did Well I have I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did So I'm lying here Just staring I'm 
Stephen Page came in here and uh, performed for us and was was saying, what songs do you want to hear? Yeah. Did any, do you mean stuff from the new album? No, anything. Not just stuff from the new album? Shoebox. From like a really old album. He sat in that chair. And he didn't remember it and it was wonderful. And we were also lucky enough to see the, uh, the, uh, the Bare Naked Ladies without Stephen Page um, when they were recording an acoustic set for some TV show. Yeah, and we thought we were going to go and sit in, a, you know, a TV studio. I thought there'd be an audience of about 60, 70 fans mm. there. It was just us. We were, we had to hide in a cupboard to watch it. We were as close to you, close to them as you are, to me it now. It was brilliant. Um, and brilliant. I told you, I, t- I took the boys to see um, the Bare Naked Ladies when they, play- when they came over at the Roundhouse a couple of weeks ago. And... Um, they found the concert a little bit long, and it was it was really long for them. And they was they were superbly late. late. Superbly well behaved, uh, but they loved it. Um, and we went to the after show party. It wasn't a big after. I got a picture of the boys with Howard Jones, which is the coolest thing. It, it wasn't big. There were maybe fifty, sixty people there. And um, I said, look, look, why don't we just wait for a little bit? And, uh, and if the band come out, we'll just we'll see if we can say hello and we'll thank and them. Say for thank the you. Yeah. And they came out, and Ed just came straight over to us, the first people. And he had to walk past people to get to us. And I thought, oh, we, we, we might get, you know, and hello if we're lucky. And he walked over, ignored me, and just spent the next five minutes making my two children wet themselves with laughter. Hey, guys, did you enjoy the show? How old are you? Six, four. Okay, have you got some ID? Huh? I need to see your driving licenses to make sure. How do I know you're six and four? Have you got your pilot's licenses? And they're like killing themselves laughing. I go, no. I go, well, supposing I need someone to fly me to Canada really quickly. If you haven't got a license, why don't, this is this is disaster. <laughs> and he was just doing, he just did a routine with them for five minutes. And he said some very, very kind words to me. And that we had pictures and we got out of their way. And it was just. They're proper nice blokes. Yeah. But they're also brilliant. Normally you get. 
you know, people that are nice but are a bit ropey, or people that are brilliant but are a bit cold, but they've just, they're just decent. And we didn't go and speak to the other band, because we, I'm sure we could have done, you know, but I didn't really want to do They had friends and stuff there. Um, but they just may, there was no reason, he'd given us free tickets, right? There was no reason for him to spend five minutes after a concert when he had friends and, and fans there. Weren't even that many fans there, because it was like a, a, you know, private thing. Uh, uh, to spend five minutes making two boys he'd never met before laugh and then saying some very nice things to me. He didn't have to do that. Absolutely. Maybe he's just a nice person. Yeah, this is it. Maybe he's just a nice person. What a nice guy. Let me just take this call. Uh, Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. I've gone to the studio. It looks like a resemblance of the pink windmill. Uh, the, uh, there's somebody at the door. There's somebody, there's somebody at the door. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Gadzooks was, Gadzooks was um, Timothy Claypole. Claypole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sadly no longer with us. Oh, nor is Ethel. Mistress Mika isn't, it, it died, didn't she, yesterday? Who's, Who's Mistress Mika? Ethel. Who's she? She, right, in Rentagos. Oh, the people we, who own the house. Old... Oh, Oh, I know Mrs. Mika, but we're doing old kids' TV shows. Sorry, and I've forgotten your water, so I'll go and get it. Didn't, um, wasn't, um, the, um, who's the green lady? The green witch? Didn't, didn't she do like not porno? No, shut she up. did something. She did something. She did something. Anyway, Jerry, you're live. You're live on talk radio. How do you want to use that time? Going to sing happy birthday to your mum. Well, it's not till Sunday. Well, I can't even on the weekend, so I can't sing it then. All right, then go on then. Happy birthday, Ian's mum. Happy birthday, Ian's mum. Happy birthday, Ian's mum. I don't know what her name is. Happy birthday, Ian's mum. Thank you, Jerry. Now stick that up your bum. Tris, I will come to you in a second. Let me just take this call, then I'll do Tris. Yes, line two. Uh, hi. Hi. I'm, you're... um... Turn your radio off. Um... <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise how to do that. Um, I'm calling because Honey blackmailed me to call you. Wow, you've been blackmailed yeah. by, um... Okay. By Honey. Yes, okay. What, what was the blackmail... <laughs> What, what would get what would get revealed if you didn't call in? Um, well, it wasn't blackmail as oh. such. She was just basically begging me. She to asked tell you to call, and things. you she asked you to call, and you said yes. Yeah. And you've accused her wrongfully of blackmail. <laughs> Outrageous, kids these days. Maybe, That's maybe cy- you're cy- you're a cyber bully. You're a cyber bully, but sir. It was it was strong words. You are cyberbullying. Um, You're trolling her, sir. <laughs> I will not tolerate she, trolls. She told me she told me to tell you that um, in Austin Powers two he gets cloned. Ah, okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that that relates. If you've just tuned in, well, that relates to something we were talking yeah. about an hour ago. Honey just told me to listen to your show, and I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell's going on, but. I'll do that. Because she hasn't got any phone credit right now, and she was like, oh my God, call Ian. Marks out of ten for the show, please. For first-time listener who doesn't quite understand it, marks out of ten. Um, well, actually, that's a lie. I think I listened to it last week. You make me puke. um, So, so far, you've accused somebody of of blackmail (laughs) when they just asked... Um, you have been cyberbullying and trolling, and now you're just, you just make, you're a fantasist. She, she bullied me by making me listen to the Beach Boys. Right, I'm cutting you off. I'm not, I don't need to listen to this abuse. Wow. I just want to spend some time alone with my family now. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to Tris, then we'll have a break, then we'll take calls straight to her. Evening, Tris! 
Pip, pip, pip. Tris, what you got? Oh, I used to be in love with Libby Kennedy. I mean, like, seriously in love with her. Can I interrupt for a geeky moment? I have two yeah. people tweeting me saying, there is something up with the sound since the music. It's making me feel sick. The levels are up and down. Um, I don't know. May I suggest you switch your radio off and on again? That's a, ge- that's a genuine suggestion, by the way. That's a genuine suggestion, by the way. Anyway, Tris, yes. Yeah, Libby Kennedy. I was in love with her. Genuinely. She was very bouncy. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of bouncing every now and again. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I don't know why people think I'm saying it is a negative. It's certainly a positive. Well, you put her at number three, that's why. Yeah, out of, out of a very, very hot family. And the only reason one of the, you know, it was out of four instead of five, because one of them was a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, I, I used to like Susan in Prison Cell Block H, that period. Oh, I never watched I never that. Watched that. I never watched that. But Susan Kennedy is a, is a very, very beautiful woman. There's, there's, there is no denying that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm going back 20 years now. I don't know what any of them look like now. But no, I'm mean, sure. You probably, rough, you rough probably as, still would. Rough as, I reckon, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm of them. Really fussy, though, to be honest. Exactly. Mrs Mangle would do him or Bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Bouncer's Dream? I do remember Bouncer's Dream. What was that? That was a whole episode, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. A whole episode that was the dog's dream. What, 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 did, what did Bouncer dream about? Another dog, I think. Wasn't it? Wasn't it humping Jim oh, Dale's no. leg? <laughs> <laughs> I've met um, um, Mark Joe Mangle. Who plays Joe Mangle? Mark, uh, Mark Little. I've met Mark Little. He's a delightful gentleman. Bit hippie, hippie-ish. Bit you know, kind of. He's quite funny though, isn't he? He yeah. is funny. I met I met him and his wife yeah. a couple of times on on the, the Big Brother thing. And um, what what nice bloke. What a nice bloke, you know. I mean, yeah, a little bit vague and a little bit out there, man. A bit cosmic, but just absolutely delightful and charming and, and very friendly. It's nice when you meet people that... I don't know him from, from Adam, but you, you, you meet people that are so familiar facially just because you've seen them, you know, sometimes twice a day for years. And sometimes you can meet these people and they can be arses. You can be really, really well, cold. It's, it's a strange sensation, isn't it? Because you, your brain thinks that you know that person. So you've already got that sort of connection when you see them. And um, it's, I think it's very peculiar if they come off how your brain isn't doesn't. I have a weird off, thing, right? Because I've been on telly. Have you? You never mentioned. And it. I've been on. Shut Did up. You? And I've been on certain programs. There is a weird thing, and I found this quite early on. That you are, and I never quite know what the rules are. You are allowed to speak to other people that have been on the telly. Now, people that are above you in the telly pecking order are allowed to speak down. And on the same level, they're not allowed to speak up, right? So I, for example, I was walking down the street once and I saw Tucker, Tucker Jenkins, right. Mark Fowler. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to speak up, but he said, he said, all right. So that was him. He was allowed to speak down to me. He went, all right, I went, all right, mate. <laughs> now, and it's also because we've been on the telly. Did you say hello, sir? No, no, no. Because I've been on the telly. So it's this, this, this strange hierarchy. Now, I was out for a meal the other day. And in the restaurant was a sawala. Uh-huh. Which one? Don't matter. Which one? N- Not uh, Julia. No. Nadia sawala. It was, it was Nadia. The, the loose, uh, from the loose women. Yes. And I, a, I don't remember if I've, I think I've met her before, but also she could quite easily speak down to me. Mm. I could not speak up to her, but I didn't want to speak to her. Cause those do you com- have to if they speak to you? Of course you like do. Like the Queen. You have to speak to them as though you're mates. Ah. Uh. 
And I hate those conversations. So I walked past the table twice. First time I noticed her, she didn't notice me. Ooh. Second time, I got my phone out and pretended I was on my, on my phone, doing something on my phone. The third time, she was with the tall Scottish woman who used to be... Kay Luce. Adams. Mm. Now, I do know Kay Adams because I've been on the right stuff with her and she's a fan of mine. Wow. She's a fan of mine and she kept saying, you'd be great, why don't you do a f- documentary about this? Why don't you do a programme about this? You'd be great about this. And um, I could actually, I could have gone, all right, Kay, I could have spoken to her. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit above me, but we we have history. So I could have spoken to her. I, I didn't. I went out the back entrance of that restaurant. Wow. I didn't. I couldn't get involved with that. Was... Why didn't you want to speak to the lesser Sawala sister? Not lesser, just All right. different. All right, Tris. Right. So you're me, right? Yeah. I'm Sawala, right? Okay. So yeah. you're walking past me, right, in the restaurant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh hi. Hello. You're all right. Yeah, I'm fine. What? How? How are you? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, okay, I'll get it actually. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah, that no, was I'll awkward, and that was just pretending. Imagine it for real. I would be. Yeah. Kath, you see me. But that's in, true. I mean, that's true in every walk of life, no, though, isn't it? Really? No, mate, it's different because no, no, celebrities are special. But in radio, <clears throat> if you see each other and, and you recognise each other off the radio, it's the converse of the television rule. You never speak to each other. Never acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's just so confusing, so tense. And but I'm yes. in it now. Show business is in my blood. L- literally, it's in my blood. It's all tits, teeth and taps with isn't you, it? isn't it? Anyway, Tris, what was the point of this phone call, please, sir? Well, I, w- I was feeling a little bit down when I phoned in, but I think that Libby Kennedy uh, cheered me up. <laughs> I, complete- I, <laughs> I, com- I completed a project that I've been trying to do for, for, for a while. Well, hang on one second. Completed. Can I just say one thing? I need that guitar lead tonight from the back of it's your in car. in my boot. Yeah, you've, right, well, I'm going to write it in my hand. Sorry, Tris. storing it I'm really sorry boots. to interrupt, but it's just popped in my head, and if I don't get that, I'll be in trouble this weekend. Sorry, Tris. Carry on. You no, that's completed right. a project. Yeah. I, uh, and I think now now I've completed it, I've got no goal, and uh, I'm down. I've managed to successfully alphabetise my entire record collection. Beautiful. So I'm very, beautiful. very happy. Yeah, well done. But now it's like... What do I do now? Oh, oh, mate, mate. Well, I take. Do, do you want me to tell you what you do now? You get a live. Yeah, go on. Shut up. Sure. Now, you put um, each album by the group in chronological order. I've already done that. So Have it's you? alphabetical, then chronological to the band. Yeah. You're good. Obviously, I'm not. Mate, I'm not. I'm not. An that's idiot. it. It's game over. That's it. Game over. Yeah. There's nothing for more for yeah, you to do. It. You've you've completed this game. Yeah, I hope you well, lie down. If you lie down tonight with your arms folded across your chest, your body will, your, your spirit will ascend <laughs> to the next level. Yeah, I've got nothing now. Tris, uh, in, enjoy literally having nothing. Thank you, mate. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. It's time for the most dangerous part of the show. Triple M, straight to air. Call straight to air for the last 37 minutes of uh, the show this week. 0844 499 pence a minute plus connection charge might be a bit more from various mobiles. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. My call is full of spam. 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 They shouldn't be doing this. Uh, someone's remixed my call to Mike Dickin. <laughs> you, you love Mike's Dickin. Um, thank you for that, whoever that was. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's uh, James here. Hello, James. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan from a long time ago, from the Absolute Radio day. 
Well, uh, well, do, well that, do you know what? I consider that my middle period. I don't consider it longer. But, but thank you. How, how long have you, um, uh, have you... When did you discover me here? Uh, about three days ago. I just, just realised you were back on. Back on. I've been down on the podcast for a that, few days. That, that brilliant talk radio advertising campaign is really paying off. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I still can't believe you've got, you got all that collection of losers still on. Yeah, yeah, Gatford yeah. and... And I, even, I think I had Vinny the other day. Vinny was on the other day. You saying Gatford's a loser? Yeah? I was a loser. Oh, big, big time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Gatford, he's oh, calling you a loser. Watford. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, sunshine. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Is that Gatford? Loser. Yeah. Hi. Let's see your complaint. I, I, remember, I remember you from about three or four years ago. Now, it was a long time ago. Right. So, 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 so you're still calling into. According to Ian, have you have you not uh, found yourself in life yet? This is my life. Well, no, it's my life. Is your life? Four minutes every night, and then I've got one outside of that. Whereas you are just oh, calling yeah. up to complain about my lack of life. <laughs> doesn't say much I'm about not, your I'm, life. I'm, I have a really good life, but, uh, but, but you, really? you you've been you've been calling up for right the last uh, four or five years. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't call up. He doesn't call up every single day for four or five years. No, don't please. Hey, listen, I'm really glad you found me, and that's groovy, man. But but don't don't be mean to the callers because without the callers, um, uh, I, we don't have a show, you know. So the, the callers oh, yeah, are integral yeah, to I'm, the show. I must admit, I, I love all the callers, and also that uh, that lovely that, that lovely lady, Vinny. Yes. No, 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 no. She sounds very hot. She's a, she's a, she's certainly um, one uh, one hot um, mama. Uh, sorry, line two. I thought he was. Uh, sorry, Gafford. I thought he was going to be a little bit yeah, more. Um, I'll, I'll do what I was going to do before. Call James Whale <laughs> on Talk Radio. Call James Whale here on Talk Radio. Give him a show on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Not on medium wave, medium wave, medium, medium, medium wave. Thank you. Thank you. We used to have a guy called the James Whale guy that would phone up and would sing James Whale, what was then his current um, jingle from Talk Sport, oh. constantly when we were on LBC. It was, it was a, always a joy when he saw his name flash up. People that haven't called me for a long time, if you know where they are, please do get in touch. The Hey Little Hen Man, the man, the original um, anxious man, and the guy that told me once that he'd kept his trousers on for 90 days. Oh. Yeah. The musty man. He was a strange one. Yes, line three. Pawn to E4. Hmm. Hang on a second. I'm sorry, you're wearing a, a hijab. I, I'm, I'm not playing this chess tournament. That's satire. That is satire. There's a chess tournament in Iran and some of the the world the world chess women's chess tournament but lots of the world's greatest female chess players are refusing to go because they would have to wear hijabs. Oh, I see. So that's actually satire. That is actually what I've done there is I've 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 been very clever. <laughs> Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, it's Martin from Sudbury in Suffolk. Martin, turn your radio off! I just literally did, sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, cool. Wow. Um, yeah, I've, I've written down on post-it notes what I was going to say. Go on. I've got a headlock of sieve. I just literally finished work at half eleven. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the elephant in the room. I don't even want to mention his name from last night, but I don't know. You, you tune into something because you want to listen to it. We tune in for you. 
you know, and the nature of the show and everything. I think it's absolutely great. But his rant about social media and, you know, creating a storm on, you know, that's, that's kind of what he's done subliminally. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not on Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm on SoundCloud because I'm a drummer. Um, that's, that's the only social media outlet I have. I don't do Twitter as, you know, I, I find it useful, you know, if it's a useful tool and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think, you know, his motive might have been to cause a stir. Do you know what I mean? No. His, 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 well, his no. motive was to be an arsehole. Uh, I know who it was. Yeah. You see, this is the thing. I know, uh, I know who it was. And, and, and that, that person wants to, for some reason, I don't know why they don't like me, um, but they, 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 they want to... Um, they want to have a pop. And I had some people saying today on Twitter, well, you know, actually, he, he was making a good point. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was just trying to get me angry, and it didn't work. And I've discussed with, with you know, far more intelligent and, and more heartfelt people than him my relationship with Twitter. And I think Twitter totally. is negative in my life. But when I'm doing a radio show that isn't advertised very well, I kind of need to go on there a lot. Um, That's it. Presence, presence is everything but, in the But work, that wasn't you know, his. Yeah, but that wasn't that. That wasn't Andy's in, in, intent last night. His, it wasn't his intent. It was. And if you listen to the words, it was very, very mean spirited. It was fascinating. That's why I let him go on for so long because it was. Um, it was fascinating. Someone trying to um, get me angry, and and I, I, I wasn't engaging in that in that battle. Um, no, I mean, yeah, you know, the way you, the way you come across and stuff, yeah, it might seem a little bit kind of abrupt to people, but that's that's how you are, you know, and that's why we tune in because you are well, yeah. the way you are. Well, that's it. Know? That's why people like this show, and that's why people don't like this show is because it's you know, and I'm I'm going to talk about me, and I'm going to uh, push the honesty thing as far as I can. And I'm going to try and make every show completely, completely different. You know, if if people, I mean, we're saying that we're doing a, this is the only feature we regular feature we've got on a Friday night. The last hour is called Straight to Air. But if people tune in, oh, it's Tuesday. I want to listen to Ian tonight because at half eleven he does this on a Tuesday. That's not really what I want to do. Now, my new bosses, being realistic, may have something to say about that, and that's a conversation that, that we will have and a battle that we will have. Uh, at a later date, but um, at the moment, I want it to be like jazz. No, no, I, I don't think that should be an issue. I think you know the, the the mix of you know like the guests you have on and stuff, and the little bit snippets of music you play and everything. Uh, it's, 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 it's everything. You know, I finish work at half eleven Monday to Friday, and to be fair, it, it's perfect to listen to until I, you know. So get ready off? to go to bed at like one o'clock, two o'clock in yeah. the morning. Well, yeah, it's perfect. Thank that you. time of night, um, a lot of people. You know, you do get a lot of people phoning. Um, I think freedom of speech is a good thing. I think, you know, freedom of choice is a good thing. You, you know, but you don't get someone, I know you, you, know, you may know who he was, but you don't get people who are into, like, dance music or whatever or heavily into a certain genre phoning in, like, heavy metal show going, oh, I don't like this. Well, obviously you don't because can you're I, into what you're into. Can I ask? You know. Um, I'm, right, I, I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts in a second because I'm a big fan of speech radio and late night radio. Did you enjoy? No, I've wasted that question. How did that? How did listening to that ten minutes of radio make you feel? It made me feel like they phoned up with intent. No, but but no, the, the, I'm not. But hang on, I'm going to I'm going to hone in on this because you're you're kind of second. Get, I'm not I'm not interested in what they they thought. How did it make you feel? Did it make you feel angry? Did it make you feel sad? Did you enjoy it? Did it make you feel excited? How did it? How did you feel? It kind of, it kind of made me ears prick up and think, you know, yeah. what? 
Yeah. Really? What, why have you tuned in? Why have you made the effort to go on here and phone and up? And it prompted you to call opinion? in. We've, we've never spoken before, have we? No, never, oh. never. So, um, but, it, you know, and that's it. You know, it's, 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 it's not... <laughs> it, it wasn't like a prank call like Barry from no. Oxford or something, or, you know, it, it's, 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 it's deep, man, you know? Yeah. It's, it's awful. It's life, man. It's life. Hey, yeah. listen, I've got to go because I'm late for a break and I've been late for all the breaks, but I, th- I, I, I thank you for calling in. Um, the call itself was awful and the call itself was mean-spirited. I've just retweeted the, um, the link to it, put it on YouTube because I think it's interesting. The call I also think was dangerous as well. And, and um, had I been in a slightly different place, I could have taken on board what he said. Um, and there could have been people who were listening who could have taken on board what he said. You, you sound like the kind of man that could kill himself. Well... Yeah, and your point is, um, and I think that, that that that's very dangerous, which is why he was challenged robustly and, and destroyed. Um, but as a fan of late night radio, I'd have loved listening to that. I'd have loved listening, not because the call was any good, pa- partly because the call was so bad. I had real, I had a real moment this morning where I thought, do I put that in the podcast? Because. That call made me furious. That was like sitting in a pub and having someone come up to me and my mate and him insulting my friend and me not doing anything. And I felt terrible about it and I hated it. Mm. I hated every single second of it. I also know what that guy's after. Yeah. And he enjoys the attention. Yeah. Which but, is why I'm not naming him because I don't want to, I don't want to name but him. But at the same time, I also recognise the fact that it was a sort of radio that would make you um, oh, yeah. turn your... Oh, I would have listened, listened more and la- longer and louder because um, it was just it was just such a car crash of a phone call. I also think what you said at the end of it and the way you challenged him was really important. Let's not talk about him anymore because um, he he's it. getting a little bummed. <laughs> thinking that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, somewhat, this is not how a phone-in show works. Call straight to air, 0844 Jamie has tweeted me, My mate has just done his first radio show. Give him a ring, it would make our night. And then he's posted, Jamie, I'd, I'd suggest deleting that post with the phone number on there. Um, I'm not going to call it because I've been caught out like that before. Uh, so I, I'm not going to. And that's also not the point of this. This is called straight to air. Uh, you call in. I touch the screen. I say, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Oh, jeez. Hey. Oh, no. Robert A. Sponsored by Barry's Motors. From dog walkers to doggers, we've got your vehicle choice. How are we? What, what specific vehicle needs do doggers have? Big cars. Glass roofs. Why? What are they doing on it? Mm. Oh, God. Well, you can climb a tree and watch. Yeah. Anyway, Rob, what you got for us? It's been a tough week. So, I thought Sheriff Rob will bring in his laughter pistols. (laughs) (laughs) Fire them with a a tribute to one of your favourite comedians and mine, hopefully to cheer everybody up. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, my tribute to Mr. Peter Kay. <laughs> hey, up! It's spitting. Do you remember videos? Do you remember leaded petrol? Ooh! 
garlic bread. I went to Chippy and me slippers. My dad took tea bags on holiday, daft man. Do you remember having a BMX? Well, the thing is, the thing is, Andy, the show is me. So if I feel, oh, hang on a second, hang on, jump off a bridge, then I'm going to say that. I'm going to say I feel. So I do apologise. Carry on, please. My mum and me auntie Sheila, she don't like me swearing. Do you remember Woolworth, Tarzan boy, Baltimore? Barry Motors, sponsoring Robin A's comedy, Stars in Their Eyes. Thank you. Oh, come on! Oh, that is, that's realistic, actually. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. It's uh, James here again. Hello, James. Hello, mate. Uh, I was speaking to, um, I've forgotten his name now, um, Caddick, that was the one, from uh, years ago. We, we used to, we used to uh, I, I used to listen to you on Absolute Radio Days a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about all the old characters you used to have. Um, a new character, that guy, Nigel from Maidstone, is it? Uh, yeah, what, what, what do you mean by character? Because these, be- these are real people. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but they have a lot of characters to their personalities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nigel yeah. from Mason. Well, but, um, Nigel from Mason is new to me, but he's been phoning talk radio for about 20 years. I was because he sounds very similar to Barry from Watford, but with a, with a, a younger, posh accent. Um, no, they, they, I don't think they sound anything alike. Oh, have you, have, you, have you actually seen them both at the same time? Well, no. Barry from Watford is my mate Alex, and Nigel from Maidstone I've never met, but I've seen YouTube videos of him. All right. They just sound very similar. Their their bass accent sounds very similar. Okay. I just want. I just uh, a bit a bit conspicuous if they actually may be the same person trying to get double the amount of fees. Right. Why? I, <laughs> um, Nigel's a real person. Oh, is he? He sounds very. He sounds a very strange, real person. Well, you know, yeah. There are hardly any. There are hardly any characters. There are hardly any. So I'm, I'm, I question the word character. Barry is a character. I, put your fingers in your ears, kids. Um, he's he's played by my mate Alex Lowe, and he's about to be in a big new series with um, Noel Edmonds for Channel Four. Um, How was it? Are there any other? He, he, Angelos... he, he's, he's very, he's very funny to be yeah. honest. Angelos phones in. He's Andre. I mean, it could be said that you. I mean, you sound like a character. Well, I could be. I, I, I'm, I very rarely ring up these things, but I've been in a couple of. This sounds like you're so. putting on a fake voice. <laughs> That's a no, fake no, no, laugh. No, <laughs> Uh, what about the? Do you remember the the really mad woman you used to have years ago who who went on X Factor one night? The woman. Now, are you talking about Tallulah, who had um, a budgerigar in a big plastic ball? This is true. She used to have a budgerigar in a big plastic ball, and she would take it out and put it on the front of her bike, and this budgie would be would be in there. And her brother was Michael Schenker, who was in um, a really big. Uh, rock band, and I can't think what the who's in the Michael Schenker group, but he's also in something else. Can't remember what else group is in. Is that who you mean? Uh, I don't think so. No, she was. She was. This was a bit of about four or five years ago. She had a very unique sort of voice, and she would ring up every night, pretty much. But uh, and, and then she actually appeared on X Factor singing some song. And oh, she got, never, she I don't watch booed, X Factor. You got so booed I, off. I don't know. I don't watch X Factor, so I wouldn't have seen her. 
I'm trying to think of all the other characters, all the, well, all the other people rather, rather than the characters. Well, who's had one? Yeah, uh, who was the guy? Who was the guy that kept going about Ryan Reynolds in the silly voice? Oh, that was Rob Bernay. He uh, unfortunately got killed. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he he, um, he, uh, he ran over himself while he was eating a, a jacket potato. With with uh, right. his, no, no that, that doesn't surprise me because no, was, he did. He's it's, it's actually, it's actually true. Sad. It, it was sad for a bit, but, uh, but then we were all right again. It, it was a bit of a prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, okay. did, it did sound a bit of a bit of an odd person. Well, keep. But yeah, anyway, 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 and it's very great to hear from you again. And it's well, it's well, it's well, great yeah. to hear from you again. Thank you so much. Oh wait, four, four, four. I say great. I mean, that must have been dull for everybody else. Oh wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> Someone's just tweeting me, WTF, Barry from Watford is not real. Of course he's real. Just saying that to wind up that, that fake character that had called him. Call straight to air for the last 15 minutes of the week. And then talk radio shuts down and it doesn't start again until um, Monday at one o'clock when John Holmes comes on. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. Hello, how are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Good. Uh, A friend of mine tweeted you a little while ago with his telephone number. Oh, that was Jack. Was that Jamie? It was Jamie. is Is he drunk? Why did he put his telephone number on Twitter? We have to admit, we did have a few drinks Thank after you. doing this online show that we did, yes. So we you did, did, you did a radio that. show online? Online radio show, first time ever. It was very daunting, but um, there's a long story as to why we did it, but yeah, yeah. What kind and, of show uh, was it? Music? Chat? It was music, mainly music, and uh, the chat I have a hard time with, because it's a bit like doing a best man speech. You think it's a good idea at the time when you say yes, yeah, and yeah. then when it comes to it, you... You kind of panic and you kind of worry, and so. But we got through it, and we thought we'd have a few drinks, and yeah, they decided to put his telephone number on the, on the he's tweet. A, he's which an absolute the best of ideas. He's an absolute plum. Well done for having the drinks afterwards. I used to have the drinks during. <laughs> uh, I, I did do that as well. It, it well, loosened some of the nerves. How um, did you, how did it how did it go? Do you think? I, I think it didn't go as badly as I thought it was going to. That's a great. That's all. You Luckily, can ask I had for. a couple of friends here. Had a couple of friends here, and it um, kind of helps, really. And, and did uh, you enjoy it? In a weird kind of way, yeah. It's kind of nervous excitement. Yeah, that was good. You going to do it again? Yes. Ne- next Friday, we're going to try it again. There you go. Give it a go. Well, then, then see if it gets see if it gets any better. And do you because it's online? Are you able to see how many people are listening? Do you get that kind of instant yes. figures? How, yes. And how many people that, that are is listening? Depressing. It was about eight to eleven people, but uh, then I didn't o- overly advertise it. So I don't think that is. Well, I don't. It's, it's not far off what we get, and that's not. It's not even a joke. <laughs> it's not even a joke. No, um, um, don't say that, Ian. That's no, it's true. With figures, uh, I, used to, I, used to be, I used to be a podcast person on one of your other oh. shows oh. for a station that I don't think. It ended very well for you. Well, that you need to narrow and, it down a bit. That's all of them didn't radio. end very well. Which one in particular? Well, it's ab- absolute radio. That's that one ended the best. That that one ended the best of the lot. Because I, I went in not for, not for the listeners. No, but I went in one night to meet my mate Paul because I was worried that the bosses weren't talking to me with three months on my contract. And my, and my mate Paul said, "Oh, come and meet me in this bar before the show, and we'll have a chat about it." And I went all right, and I walked in. 
And the first face I saw was my boss, Clive. I went, all right, Clive, what are you... Oh, I'm getting sacked, aren't I? And we uh, sat down, place. and he said, uh, he, he said, we're not going to renew your contract. So I had f- three months left on the contract, so we're not going to renew your contract. I went, oh, all right, well, I'll go and do the show tonight then. He went, no, I don't think so. And do you know what I did? What did you do? I looked him in the eye, I shook his hand, I thanked him for the opportunity, and uh, then I went outside and cried like a baby. That's what I did. But I shook you his hand. You showed yourself to be the bigger man. Yeah, I did. And then you had emotion afterwards. Yeah, oh, no, I shook his hand. I said, well, thanks very much for, you know, letting me come and play here. I've really enjoyed it. And I, I am disappointed, yeah. but, you know, I, you know, I, it's the business. And I heard later on that everybody in management was amazed with the way that um, I took it. They were very impressed, the fact that I didn't smack him. One. Know, there's no point, is there? You know, so I'll, I'll end up working with him again one day. It's, it's, it's a cyclical business. Um, but eight to eleven, um, I wouldn't. I, that, that's eight to eleven people on a Friday evening that chose to listen to you. Only for the hour. I was only on for an hour, just online. That's it. It's but, not too bad, is it? I don't. I think that's brilliant. Well, thanks very much. I think that's brilliant. You, you know, use that to decide if you want to do it. Use it to get some skills. Use it to make your mistakes. You, Exactly. You were part of my inspiration, though, because, um, oh. I, like I so, said, I was a podcast person. I feel gutted I'd never rang you up. I did have an idea mm. for you, actually. Go on. When it came to... Uh, well, I won't I, like you it. But... You should, should, no, I should have done a little segment. I wish I'd rung up with the idea that, like, introduce a friend huh? to Ian Lee. Because I did that with a friend of mine. He's continued to listen to you because I said, oh, you should... Give Ian Lee a bit of a listen. I've got I think so. give, give it a listen. Uh, uh, how, and, would we, how would we um, make that work? Because, right, if, if, if you love the show, like I, I used to, I was a podcast person, yeah. listened to you religiously, and I loved yeah. it. Yes. And, uh, like I say, I introduced my friend to you by saying, you should give him a listen, this is really great, and it doubled your numbers straight away from this. And if, if everybody did that, if everybody that was listening to you, who loved the show and enjoyed it as much as I did, did that and got a friend to listen who hadn't heard of you say I wonder, and enjoyed the show. It would double your numbers straight away, wouldn't it? So if if we had that, that would have wrapped up the numbers and then perhaps. They but would I don't know if back. anyone because I, I know if I listen to a radio show and they said, "Oh, right now go and introduce your friends," I'm not going to phone my friend and say, "Hey, they're doing this thing. Introduce your friend." I would have thought that people would have would have said to their friends if they liked it. Oh, I found this great podcast, or I found this cracking show, but by me. I just wonder if me saying, "Hey, don't like get begging." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Hey, listen, I'm going to go because there are some more calls coming in. But I'm glad it went well, mate, okay. and um, it's, it's good to talk to you. I'm glad your your idiot drunken friend took his phone number off the blooming <laughs> Twitter prune. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Turn your radio off. Uh, yeah, sorry, I've just done it. Um, I was just calling to say that um, I've just uh, heard the, um, the guy that called in yesterday, which you just retweeted. Yes. Um, and uh, I just wanted, uh, because obviously you're, you're retweeting it because you want people to know, you know, to talk about it and so on. But then also, that's really hard for you, isn't it? Because then you're kind of having to go over it all the time. You never really get to... Oh, no, I'm at peace with um, that. I'm at peace with what happened yesterday. Hello? So you... Oh, hi, sorry. So you oh. don't... You don't... Um, do, do you not think, though, by keep listening to it, it kind of uh, keeps it oh, I'm not, in it, the ether or I'm not, in I'm not, I'm not listening to it. 
but there are other people that might want to listen to it because it's um it's a masterclass in how to handle um a, a, a caller with an agenda it's a masterclass yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's brilliant radio, but I think so it's very... Um, why not share that? I, I think it must be very hard for you. That's what no, I was thinking. Not, um, I, honestly, it's not. Um, I, uh, uh, honestly, I was a little bit upset after the show yesterday um, for about 12 minutes. Uh, honestly, I'm, uh, I'm completely at peace with it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put it up on YouTube. But thank you for your concern. Yeah, well, I just think it's... Um, it's, uh, it's very hard, isn't it, when you put yourself in that position when you don't know who's going to come on and talk yeah. to you and and th- these people who obviously do have another agenda yeah. um, can can um, say their piece, um, which is great, free country, all of that, but um, it's uh, I, ju- I just thought you handled it really well, so that's Thank all you. I was really I, I learned a lot, I do you know, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about presenting um uh, during that eight minutes of that call, and um, I've learned a lot about myself today as a result of it. So I'm grateful. And also, it, it, it's it's as I said earlier on, but it's inspired me to get back in touch with the Samaritans um, because we met Kath and I met some of the Samaritans and people who worked there last week, and we're going to get someone on hopefully next week. I need to chase that up on Monday um, to come and talk about um, how important the Samaritans is and how they save lives. So actually, you know, t- t- talking to an idiot. Um, who has been, you know, deliberately offensive about mental health is actually it, it will it will spark a bigger conversation on this show next week. So, um, yeah, it's all yeah. worked out quite all right. But thank you for your concern. I appreciate yeah. it. Good, cool. Thank you, man. Have a good night. Have a nice weekend. See, there are lovely people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try this one. Busy tonight, isn't it? Nonstop. Uh, let's go to line four. You're on the wireless. Oh, divine comedy. Occurred. No, it's not Divine Comedy, it's Banana, Banana Man. Man. It sounded like the Divine Comedy. Thank you very much indeed. We've had, um, we've got a little break now. So we've got four, mm, four minutes if people want to call in. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um... I don't, it feels like we haven't done this for a while. No. Was it last week I was off? No, it couldn't have been last week. It must have been the week before that I had the Friday off. I don't know. Anyway, it's been... Um, it's been a week. It's been... Um, oh, I thought it was nice to see with Stephen Page. Stephen, what, what, what shorthand could we use? How could we introduce you to people? He said, I'm the... It's been... <laughs> I thought that was such a brilliant, what a, what a great, you know, knowing way, self self awareness to have about your your celebrity and how the shorthand of how some people will know you. It's been um, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, hello. You're on the air. Oh, hello. Um, I was just thinking. Right, I just saw that thing on Twitter that you posted. Yes. And um, don't think that's the worst thing you could do, really. No. Why? Because you just... Well, the bloke who did it, he's probably going to be listening to that and listening to you now, pulling his pud or whatever, yeah. getting, you know, all the attention he's getting from well, it. Well, no, because if you listen to the clip, he, he embarrassed himself. He embarrassed himself. That's, that's, that's why it's out there, because it, it was an embarrassment for him. 
Well, yeah, it was so self-righteous. He was obviously winding you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, I just, I just, I just think the best thing to do would just be to just to ignore it. And but just, I can't just ignore you know. it because it happened. It happened, and I have to yeah, own no, it. But, yeah, I suppose. Okay. Otherwise, he could. I'm not. I'm not I don't want to fall out of you, but but uh, you know, if I don't own it, he will own it. So I've I've taken control of it. I mean, I know who it was. I know why he was doing it. You know, it's, got a pretty good idea that he's probably recording it himself. Anyway. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of proud. I'm really proud of it. Actually, I'm proud of it. I think he's embarrassed himself, and I thought I I came out. Um, you know, heroic, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Right. But thank okay. you, thank you for your concern, uh, uh, line uh, one. I appreciate that. Um, this may be the last one. Let's see. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Ian. Yes. Hello, it's Nat. Hello, Nat. Sweden. Yeah, it's from Sweden. Hello. Turn your radio off, Nat. Oh, sorry, I'm on Periscope. Hang on. Oh, Bear with me. Oh, Christ. There she is. Yes, hello. Hello. Um, right. Um, first of all, I need to applaud you on um, on that bloke, on that call. Oh, thank you. And I thought you did really well thank with you. him. Um, secondly, when are you going to get Barry back? Barry from Watford? Barry f- yeah. He's busy at the moment because he's, he's genuinely filming a TV series with Noel Edmonds. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, right, OK. Sorry about that. I didn't realise that. Yeah, but, um, well, don't apologise. When you started following him from last night, from when you were talking about him last night. It, he'll come on soon enough. When he gets bored in a hotel room in Nottingham or wherever it is he's doing it, he'll, he'll, he'll call in, I'm sure. OK, that's cool. No problem. All right, now, thanks very much. This is maybe the last call of the night. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, he bottled it. OK, it was a bottler. <laughs> well, that's a nice way to, um, to end it. Oh, no, hang on, we've got another one. Look, who's this? Line two, you're on the wireless. And on that bloke, on that call. And I think... Hey, little hen. What about Lamey and E? I can't think of a better way to end the show. And let's just cut out the singing. I want you to lay me an egg. I'm tired. Too tired, nothing. We'll be back on Monday. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Catherine. Download the podcast. See you on Monday at 10. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.